Master of Puppets. I just turned on all the buttons. Metallica? No. Now I can hear people. Have you, you haven't watched Stranger Things. You have watched Stranger I did Things. It. Um, I did, actually. Oh. I, uh, the, You're all caught up? Well, mm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, um, I've probably seen a few episodes of the first and second season. Mm. And then I saw... M- how does that... How? What? How do you watch a few episodes of one season and so then what, go to the next? What you're one? supposed to you're, do you is start the at the beginning well, and then keep watching <laughs> and keep watching all the way through to the end. Is that how it works? And then you should do, stop. Do whatever you want, <laughs> or you can do what don't, I do and then these, go back to the don't beginning let these and watch tell you. it again. Um, I don't understand. No, I. So Dave was watching it, and I, you know, I kick ass Dave, and I just would happen to. I I don't know, be doing other things, and then I would kind of sit down and half watch it with him and be like, oh, what's going on? And I never got so caught up in it that I wanted to be like, hey, you got to finish it. What happens next? You got to watch. You got to watch all of it, so that way you can partake in our pecan pie. Yeah. That is the episode about I but the music I, in it. I Are we going to have <clears throat> pecan pie during that oh, episode? Oh, that sounds good. Is it pecan we do- or pecan or pecan? Oh man. Well, <laughs> so I as long as there's pie, I don't care how you say it. When I say that, I'm referring to the line from when Harry met Sally. I knew, so I knew that. Thank I you, know Sam. That. I've seen that once. I've, I've seen it. <laughs> really? Have you only seen it once? Three I have only times a lady. It's on my rewatch list. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's um, a good one. I don't. But know. anyway, so yeah, I've seen a few episodes of the fourth season. So I okay. I know are our levels good. How are the levels? I'm really working can't on it. Quite hear. Uh, Who can't you hear? Oh, I can hear. Wait, you talk. You can't hear anyone hear if we great. don't talk. I can hear everyone great. How about yeah. me? Yeah, I can hear all of you great. great. I awesome. can't hear myself very well. That's okay. You you're not coming through as clearly as everyone else. Okay. Yeah, if you could just put your mouth on uh, I the mean, microphone, I'll just, much oh, better. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys switch spots. That's whoa, why. That's why. There we go. Stop. There. <sighs> hey, guess what I did before this? What? <laughs> I did yoga. I'm sorry. Oh, really? <laughs> it's just instantly my mind has to go there. I, I apologize. <laughs> hey, but inter- guess what I did after I did yoga? Intervisions. Just for yeah. you. It's because I was working on. on the other episode. Why? Well, that's not because. for us, Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was shirt optional. Hello, it's hello. It's always oh, shirt optional. So loud. All right, I, I need to well, move we the microphone to, for a moment while I remove we my have shirt. To, we have to test it. We have to test our. Oh, levels. it's been tested. Oh, okay. All well, right. <clears throat> that's good because we're disease free and we are back with the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Of Album Monitor. Welcome. Welcome in. It's so wonderful to have you back. How are you doing? I'm not talking to you guys. I see you all the time. How are our listeners doing? We haven't seen you for like a month at least. We actually haven't seen them ever. Well, (laughs) we just haven't felt your presence for a while. How are you? Are you doing okay? I bet they're okay. We're doing good. 
I'm Sam. Let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. Mm. Who's, who else is here? This Nobody. one. Wow. Oh, I'm Veronica, and I'm wearing a shirt. My name is Lance, and I like to party. My name is Dawn, and I go to the school. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and we're all here today to talk mm-hmm. about an album that Veronica brought to the table. Yeah. And the name of that album is... Running with Scissors by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, bravo, bravo! Yes, golf clap <laughs> that, golf clap it out. Snaps. But first, ah, <coughs> uh, what? What do you search when you find the the songs we start with? Oh yeah, so we've got to um, go to. Um, are we still Billboard? Are we still yes. doing that? Even though we're doing a an, an album that absolutely, all right, absolutely. All right, all right. Why wouldn't we do it? Yeah. It's just I was genuinely curious Tradition. before I was genuinely curious before you guys got here if we were going to do that just because this wasn't a I guess like conventional, you know, oh, uh yeah. regular pop culture whatever album. This is like a, I would classify this differently. <clears throat> It's Maybe because, it was because it's a it's a comedy album, right? right? It's right. a comedy album. Yeah. It's not not necessarily. It's not like a mainstream a, thing. Yeah. And I mean, I would argue that when this album came, I I think the one that made him get more mainstream was Bad Hair Day, because it had Amish Paradise on it, which had a which was a parody of Gangsters Paradise. But this one. Like I think kept him in that trajectory, and I remember seeing the music videos uh, occasionally on MTV, especially like the All About the Pentiums. I remember mm-hmm. seeing that one on there. But spoilers, sorry. Uh, Pretend like oh, I didn't say that. Jumping ahead a little. My bad, oh, Lance. Way ahead. Goodness. Uh, that's okay. But you know, we should talk about uh, the songs, the hits on the Billboard the charts of from nineteen ninety. Because this is the first album from nineteen ninety nine we've done. Now in two thousand. The out the two thousand album that we did was Lincoln Parks. Help me out with the title. Oh, uh, never mind. No, <laughs> I don't Wait, remember no. the That's name. Really of not it. it. I oh, don't this remember. is terrible. This is Link- hybrid theory. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sorry, I, our, it was... dear, our dear friend Joe suggested this album and we yeah. listened to it. Yes, from two thousand. Um, so this is our first from ninety nine. Uh, so I'm excited to dig into the nineteen ninety nine hits. Sweet. Let's uh let's uh let's do that. Is that where we start? Nineteen ninety nine is going to be really fun for a couple of us <laughs> who were our, in our senior year of okay. high school. Oh. All, right. Oh. All right. So um, this I believe is Sam ceased to exist after nineteen ninety nine for true. a while. Yeah, yep. he did. Uh, this is the homecoming the dark, dance dark playlist right here. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. There's so much amazing. Oh, stuff. so many good ones. That's I thought okay. maybe we, we can play a lot. Oh. Oh. oh, all right, crank it. It's on the top. Oh, there it is. Sorry. I would understand. I would understand. So I'll I'll fade it down. I obviously remember this song from back in the day, but then I believe wasn't it the movie Yes Man? That Jim Carrey was singing this up like on the top of a building, trying to get someone I never did to see not that one. jump off a building. 
And he just starts singing the song and all the people down in the street below start singing along. You Sounds haven't seen right. that? I didn't okay. see that movie. Well, I know I watched it. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It's weird to me that I'm the only one that remembers that. So moving on. Well, this was also a song that had only three chords, so I could play it on the guitar. It's like Green Day. Yeah. You lost me. You'll get it. Friday night you and your boys went out to eat. I'm still lost. It's about Friday night. Then they hung out, but you came home around three. If six of y'all went out. Do you know this, Sam? No. Then four of you were really I do not. Thank you. Really yeah. Oh, the next one. Because only two of you had dinner. I found your credit card receipt. Okay. It's not right, but it's okay. Oh. Took me a minute. This is Whitney Houston. For yeah. those of you who haven't cut on, it's not right, but it's okay. Right. And this is a song that I don't think people would be like, oh yeah, I automatically know who that is. Like if you played How Will I Know, everybody would be like, oh, it's Whitney. But this song, you know. Yeah, I didn't recognize it at all right. until the chorus. Miami. Yeah. Uh, my Salvation. favorite guy. Bringing the heat. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> we love Will Smith in this room. <laughs> He's great. He's a slapper. Jig it out. Uh. Here I am in the place where I come let go. In Miami, the base and the sunset low. Every day like a Mardi Gras. Everybody party all day. So while we play this in the background, I'll tell you a quick story. So I had this CD and I lost it. And I, I enjoyed the CD when it came out. Big Willie style. Yeah. It had uh, Lisa Lopez in it, and it had this. Yep, correct. And it also had um, what was it, just the two of us, and then this song, and uh, what was the uh, getting jiggy with it. And I enjoyed it. I had lost it. I went to a friend, but we, we I think we were friends' uh, house. We were working on a project. And so I, I was at the house of uh, Erica and Jocelyn. They were twins in our grade. And um, and I saw the CD sitting there. And I said, oh, you guys have this CD? I loved it. And she said, well, I fucking hated it. So you can have mine if you want. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the CD back. But I learned that he was not universally loved by everyone. Yeah. I think no. they were expecting something else out of a rap CD. My, my friend and I had a dance to this song, and it got me in trouble at my junior prom <gasps> because I wanted to dance with Aaron rather than my date, who was a sophomore, so you're welcome for just being there. Wow. But yeah, apparently I neglected him a bit too much. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Maybe I'm saying something a little controversial here, but is this like... Like starter hip-hop music like if you have never gotten into hip-hop music is this like how is this like a like your entry way into it especially if you're like a yeah. white a white person that's, I think <laughs> that's like only listen to rock or punk or something maybe like, i i don't know because i feel like maybe it was a starter for some people that you know if maybe if i had been in middle school 
Yeah. Maybe that maybe some parents would have been like, okay, this would be okay because there's no parental advisory. Mm. You know, Will Smith was kind of he don't got a cousin yeah. his rap. <laughs> like, <music>. like, <laughs> like, we'll, we'll work you up to Wu Tang or Tupac right, or NWA, right, but we'll start right. you with this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I remember in the mid to late '80s, starting with Run DMC, Tone mm-hmm. Loke, Legends. And, well, yeah. yeah, Legends. But I never did make that jump to listening to yeah. Puff Daddy and Tupac and, and, right. and all those because guys. Because so. by this point, the Marshall Mathers LP had already come out because mm-hmm. that was what, like 97? Something mm-hmm. like that? 96, 97? Am I, am I wrong here? Anybody have a device? I have verify that a day? mobile phone. Well, that, anyway, that's, that's what I thought. So I, I would have probably purchased this after that for some reason i thought that this came out prior to 99 it's on the 1999 billboard I, top I'm, 100 i'm not doubting you i just for some reason i thought that that came out slim sooner. shady lp came out in 99 for real yeah oh i thought that i was like a fucking sophomore that's a that's a precursor that to what we will talk about in a moment all right i was when, totally wrong when veronica gets done with her apologies hits. marshall <laughs> yes <laughs> Now for something a little yeah, different. You had to play it though. She's into superstitions, black cats and voodoo dolls. You're welcome. I feel a premonition. That girl's gonna make me fall. Yeah, Mr. Ricky oh Martin. God. How fucking big was that song? It's huge. I got Holy so shit. sick of it back then because it was so overplayed, but I love it now. Oh my gosh. Oh, really? Oh, it just brings back so many memories of that time. Yeah. So, yeah, like watching the video on, I was MTV playing videos yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember yeah. anymore. All right, let's, let's do it. Yeah, um, she does not seem like a nice person, if I'm being honest. <laughs> that was everywhere, and mm. he was huge oh for a minute. It was crazy. Right? Yep. And then later he was like, I'm gay, and we're like, we know. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so disappointing. I saw your pants. We know. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but he was like the it guy there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a big damn deal. You ready for the next one? Let's do it. Absolutely. So ready. Nope. Skip it. <laughs> oh, boy. It's Friday night at timeout. <laughs> oh, Lord. Every time our eyes meet, this feeling inside me is almost more than I can take. I bet it is. Don, next time we go to timeout, you and me, we're gonna Baby, sing this. Maybe when you touch <laughs> me, I can feel Full how much swag. you love me. And it just blows me. How away. many weddings, Lance? Ooh. All of them. <laughs> A lot. A lot. Yeah. Or anything. You can fade this one fast. Is this one? Is this one Lone Star? It is. Yeah. 
So Lone Star, they had a song called No News that I really liked for a long time. This made one, other songs besides this one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one can suck it, though. <laughs> I was over this one real fast. So Yeah, that's... Um... So thanks for that, Veronica. This has been Wait, fun. We're going to end on a high note here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, it was probably somebody's number one. This one was playing everywhere, and I got sick of it, and I'm still sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> this one just brings me joy. I Residual love this song. <laughs> was this not the song, this one's for you, Veronica, that the roommate played in Buffy the Vampire Slayer I when believe, Buffy goes to college? I believe that is correct. Because <laughs> Buffy's convinced that her roommate is a demon because of all the things she does and one of the things is just play this song on repeat After all the said and done, I'm pretty sure I know all the words what does that say I can't think of a better song to play right before we start Weird House. <laughs> such a like, such a huge comeback for her too, right? Like, you know, like yeah. she, hadn't, she hadn't really done anything that big in a long time. So for somebody that was a '70s artist, really, mm-hmm. uh, wow, that's like got to be the song that's probably most associated with her for like over the last I don't know forty years. Do you remember? Um, turn back time. Was it turn back time? Yeah, I remember that song. Back time. But I remember the video. Yeah, I do. Oh. I definitely do. <laughs> yes, but I mean, believe's got to be a bigger hit than that. Probably. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Probably. Um, I, I just maybe not. Maybe I'm just too old. I I remember, you know, turn back time, just being a huge huge yeah. thing. Yeah. Maybe not with to. maybe not with meme culture these days. Maybe turn back time has had a comeback. Yeah. Once a year. Uh, so this album came out in 1999. So I think we should mention some of the other albums that came out in the year. 2000. Oh, shit. Yes. Not that, not that Sorry. No, just Sorry. minus oh, one. 2000 minus one. Um, an album. A little bit. An album that I listened to endlessly at this time because I had just started. I Lone just moved Star. away from home and started in college. She can tell uh, the phone. No. Oh. It's a band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to Cal- scream into the microphone. Calif- Californication. Because I listened to the shit out of that album. Yeah. Uh, the Battle of Los Angeles by Rage Against the Machine was another huge album. Uh, Moby Play oh, came yeah. out in 1999. That was a huge album at the time. Mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails, The Fragile. <laughs> That's a great album, and that came out in 1999. Head like a hoe. Uh, well, that was on. That was on. Uh, that was not on. That one. I know, but um, can, can we quickly say we, what we you can, said? No, we can quickly. We can quickly talk about it. And I, you know, oh, I forgot to add that. <laughs> so add it, to the, add it to the list of things Don hates. No, and I. There's I a feel, playlist for that. I feel bad that I even mentioned anything today. So. In preparation for today's album, I was listening to songs that inspired 
Al to mm-hmm. write one of the songs on the album. And one of the groups happened to be Nine Inch Nails. And so I was listening to... You handled that so gracefully. Like <laughs> like Lance totally spoiled one of the songs. And you were like, one of the songs on the album. Well, I love it. That was, I'm trying not... That was great. I'm trying not to spoil anything. Yeah, good job. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so I listened to a couple of the songs that inspired one of the songs on Weird Al's album. Yeah. And uh, I'm not familiar with a lot of Nine Inch Nails. Really, all I know are two songs that I I do really like, Closer and um, uh, Head, Head Like a Hole. Thank you. Head like yes, Head Like a Hole. Um, so I haven't really listened to, to much else. Well, the two songs that I listened to um, today, I was not impressed with. Oh. And I've, you know, I feel really bad about the comments. So, well, I'm just interested, like, how you landed on those two songs that you played. That was Beca- interesting. Because I looked up um, the... Inspiration? The three or four songs that the internet said... Oh, okay. ...inspired Weird oh. Al to oh. write the one song on the Running With I Scissors see. album. I see. And they said it was a combination of Closer and... Yeah. Um, Oh, I can't, of course, I can't remember the three other yeah. the names of the three other songs. Yeah. It's okay, listeners, you will hear yes. some of these songs. Yes. Anyway, so I I texted Veronica our and group Sam chat. And Lance. Yeah, we have a group chat. The four of us, <laughs> uh, we talk about music and, and things, and uh, yes, among other things, we among, do discuss among other music. Things. Yes, and <clears throat> I happened to mention that. Um, that some of Nine Inch Nails stuff was shit. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You said it was just noise. It was, and it was just oh, noise look. in my ears. And, and, and it was a visceral reaction because those sure. two songs happened to just be like, oh my God, yeah. he's just constantly screaming in my ear. And right. I, I feel really bad now about that comment well, because I listened to some more Nine Inch Nails after that. And I was like, okay, no, these are really good songs. Yeah. So, I feel bad and I retract you, my original you shouldn't, statement. You shouldn't Excellent. feel bad because, you know, I... You I, should. I, I, no. <laughs> it's okay. I, I think... I don't think that you're necessarily wrong. I Whoa. mean... Well, come on. They have. Like, I love Nine Inch Nails. There's some but, good well, stuff. Yeah, there's. I. I. I would say that there. There's the people that mm-hmm. really that really dig them for mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. But then they they did have some good. Uh, for for the people that may not be necessarily fans, I really enjoyed. When uh, Trent Reznor uh, collaborated with other people mm-hmm. for 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 their music, mm-hmm. and you get like these little tastes of what Nine Inch Nails did, but mixed in with other music, right? Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. So moving on, 1999 albums. One of my favorite Beck albums, Midnight Vultures. Mm. Uh, we may talk about that on the podcast someday. Oh, guess Slim who Shady. I don't love. Oh, well, too bad. Slim Shady LP. <laughs> this isn't a show about religion. This is a show about albums. Uh, the Slim- <laughs> well, Beck's a Scientologist. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Something I but learned you don't like today. Beck? I don't love Beck. We don't have to love Beck. Did you ever watch him when he was on James Corden? Like right at the beginning of his show, you they, don't like any back. They did. He made some great albums. That's yeah, okay. you know what? I'm not judging, but bring one to the table. I have the Odele cassette out on my wall. Anyway, Slim Shady LP. We mentioned that 2001 by Dr. Dre came out in 1999. There's a lot of good albums. 1999 here. was an amazing yeah. year. Fan Mail by TLC came out in 1999. What was on Fan Mail? Uh, that had no scrubs. yes, no scrubs. Oh, that uh, was came out. okay. That was on there. Uh, significant other by Limp Biscuit. I have to mention it. It was such a huge album. 
Um, Supernatural by Santana, another album I don't listen to hmm. personally, but uh, that's a big <laughs> that's a big time album. What about Millennium by the Backstreet Boys? Nice. The Who now? Uh, I've never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Writings on the Wall by Destiny's Child? I think that was their last album together. Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. I guess that was kind of a big album. Yeah. Maybe. Who? Who? Um, yeah. So She's new. There uh, were some oh, huge okay. albums that came out. She was a one uh, hit one right <laughs> As we were on the cusp of a, Britney new, bitch. Uh, a new century. Um, this album came, uh, the album we're talking about today came out on June 29th. 1999. What was everybody doing on June 29th, 1999? Veronica was recovering from her birthday nine I days was, earlier. I was. That is true. Um, <laughs> I'm trying rough. to remember <laughs> what show I was doing. Mm. And that might have been Into the Woods. Oh. Because okay. I did the summer community theater in my local community. You're so fancy. I know. You already um, know. For Into the Woods, I played... A stagehand who actually got to be the giant a couple nights, which was fun. Nice. And I also was almost a stepsister when she didn't show up until five minutes to curtain. So I was being fitted for a dress with a script in hand, freaking out as they were saying they were going to put me on stage. And then I didn't have to. (laughs) I like it. What about you, Don? I was in a bit of an awkward situation. Um, Go on. (laughs) (laughs) I was living in Phoenix and was living with my boyfriend at the time, Mm -hmm. but we had just recently broken up. Oh, Oh, no. You did that, too? I know how that goes. Yeah. Um, But we were still living with each other. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was not a friends with benefits type thing. Um, No, we were just... Yeah, it was just really awkward. We were sleeping in... We were in the same apartment, but we were sleeping in separate bedrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was there for like another six months um, before I finally just got my shit together and just moved. I <laughs> and I ended up moving to Las Vegas. So I did that with somebody. Yeah, but that's a story for a different time. Yeah, because it did got not a happen personal. in 1999. <laughs> we could do a B side. I'll tell you stories yeah. about living with your ex. Yeah, <laughs> to music. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe the podcast will just be so. Uh, remember this album? Well, this is what I was doing. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> when guys, this album came out, we're not going to talk about the music. We're going to talk about my personal. By the way, we will get to the album eventually. Yeah, we will. We'll but there. which we're al- album? We're almost I can't there. even remember. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> Uh, Sam, 1999. Yes, 1999. Let's see. Uh, the summer of 99. I was... I my first real 16. Yeah, I was living, uh, I was living um, uh, in, in Ames, uh, Iowa. And, Spoilers. Ooh. Yeah. And I had just finished a semester of school. And um, I was living with my... Um, my cousin, I think, had just moved in with me at the time. And we were... Uh, listening Did you to, break up yet? No, <laughs> we were listening. We were listening to a lot of albums, uh, including the one that we're going to talk about today. Wow! So uh, that's so, because I remember that he purchased it. So um, oh, he. Well, I'm out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Fine. you do you. So yeah, uh, I remember. Right, I remember the apartment I was living in at the time. Yeah, that's cool uh, and everything. But uh, that's all. Really, nothing too exciting. Uh, yeah, just being a young guy. I was um, the only thing that I really remember is honestly, like, I have a very vivid memory of listening to this album for the first time on Main Street slash Sixth Street in Nevada, Iowa. 
And uh, that's where I listened to it at the uh, like brand new, like opened it in in Ames, drove back to Nevada. And I didn't want to finish the album uh, until or I didn't want to I didn't want to get home until the album was done. So I was just kind of driving around Nevada listening to it. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking um, that was very specific as far as like (laughs) you just remembering the road. Oh, that's because I lived in I lived in Nevada. (laughs) Oh, no, I know. So, yeah. Um, so that that's uh, yeah, I just I remember being on Main Street and I remember I I parked somewhere just okay. to listen to it for a little bit because at that point, you know, I didn't enjoy being at home. <laughs> so I would much rather just be in my car for a while. Fair. But yeah, I was I was also a senior and uh, and living the dream. And and really any year that you asked me about in in high school, it was very much a a music uh, oriented year because I, once I hit middle school, I dove into music real hard. So Mm -hmm. I can always think of where I was when I was listening to something. Dawn has something in her eye. I do. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here digging out my (laughs) Just pull it out. It's fine. (laughs) Nothing's weird. (laughs) Well, I can't think of any way better to transition uh, from, from, from From digging uh, out my eyes. To, to move to dig in <laughs> to the album we're going to talk about nice this week. Nice segue. <laughs> Running with Scissors by Weird Al. Uh, Veronica, talk to us. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. Their response, it didn't thrill us They locked the doors and tried to kill us We escaped from that gas The Met Jar Jar and Boss Nass We took a bongo from the scene And we went to feed to see the queen We all wound up on tattooing That's where we found this boy Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Don't you ever question my skills (laughs) I always question your skills some of them have to do with podcasting. Oh, nice. So I have a story about this song. Uh, what was the name of that song? Uh, it was called The Saga Begins. What kind of saga are we talking about here? I think it's Star Wars. Mm. So when this um, came out, my brother was eight and okay. I was 18. Oh. And so we didn't have much in common. But this yeah. was the first thing that really we bonded over was That's interesting. This, this whole album. And um, my grandparents had a big 50th wedding anniversary celebration where we went to a campground and a whole bunch of family came. And of course, because my family is totally normal and not at all weird, we did a talent show. And my brother and I performed this song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I played the guitar. And he sang along. <laughs> it was great. I that easily could have gone the other way. That you just thought 
that the music was super annoying if you were 18, <laughs> but no. Did you have much like uh, exposure to Weird Al before? Oh yeah. This okay. So yeah. you were my already dad, in. My dad has always been a big Weird Al fan too. So okay. We had here. records. Hold on a second. Hey Sam, come here, buddy. We're gonna have a special guest here Ooh. for a second. Come here, bud. We just listened to Saga Begins. That's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know it? Yeah, I know it. Can you say apart from it? I don't want to. <laughs> Why are you being nervous? I don't know. <laughs> Sam, if we do a talent show, will you sing it with me? Maybe. Yeah. Do you know okay. all the words? Kind of. Okay. Hit play at a part. Can you sing along? I don't want to. <laughs> sing a little bit. So good. You want to say bye? Bye. Good job. Oh my goodness. That was amazing. (laughs) Thanks, Sam. Awesome job. Anyway, I thought that. How do we top that? (laughs) All right, we're We're done done here. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know. Like, this was just, this was so great, obviously, because bringing back this movie series was such a huge thing at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just like such a significant song that I remember sticking out and everybody was singing it, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, so I just remember how, how big this was almost just riding on the coattails of the fact that star Wars was so huge, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, when, Weird Al wrote this song. He had not seen the movie. Um, he wrote it based on the trailer and internet spoilers, which were new, fairly new at the time because mm-hmm. it was 1999. The internet. <laughs> That's even more fascinating, really, though, you yeah. know, that he was able to like really nail this song. And then mm-hmm. when he did finally get to watch it, which he went to, he paid a lot of money to get to pre-screen the movie before yeah. it came out. Um, he only changed one lyric after he watched the actual movie. which one was that wow it was something about marrying the queen oh yeah mm. he's nine and she's 14 he's probably gonna marry her someday and i think he changed it from he might to he's probably like it wasn't mm. even a big change yeah, yeah. sweet wow he's that's, a genius yeah that's pretty impressive yeah. for the longest time the uh, oh thank you billy joel <laughs> Perfect for the longest. So uh, the karaoke setup that we had didn't have this version. So you would have to try to time it with, <laughs> the, with the original version, which is... A long, long time.
time ago I can still remember We're really good How that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy I'm gonna go with the weird one Yeah, me too Depends on the know. situation. All the, all the, granted, it, and it's not the same song. Yeah, so. I, I feel like the, yeah, I, they they have. There's two different feelings associated with each one. Yeah, I have no connection to the well, original. So mm-hmm. I, that's because it's from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and Ew. I think. <laughs> I don't know. It, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck came out of the seventies? So ridiculous. <laughs> Who needs it's, it? It's literally the best decade of music, and like everybody in this room, hates have it. you? Have, <laughs> except for me. Have course. you not heard of a flock of seagulls? Oh because they came out of the eighties, my friend. <laughs> um, Falco, I, come on. Hey, don't knock Falco. I didn't. They were out of the eighties. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, no, I heard um, I heard American Pie uh, just a few weeks ago when I was at the pool with my kids, and just you can't help but sing along. It's you know That's it's true. a classic, and yeah. but I, I mean if a saga begins came on, you know I probably would do the same thing. If if American Pie comes on, I sing a saga begins. I do the same oh. thing. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Air high five. Thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah, American Pie is a classic, uh, mm-hmm. but. You know, so is this one. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're they're each classics right. in their own right. So yep. Should we move on? To I the think next so. Track? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Well, my baby, my baby, she don't want me no more. Ever since she saw his poster in that record store. Functional and Generation XE. She likes his brooding angst and his wild-eyed stare. Yeah, he's a very favorite soccer multimillionaire. Well, my baby's in love with an Eddie Vedder. She's all crazy about that Eddie Vedder. One, she was mine, but now I'm better. Just forget her, cause my baby's in love with an Eddie Vedder. We finally get to hear the accordion. And so <laughs> anyone that now? that had not heard a Weird Al album before and bought this for one reason or another was probably like, the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> this is great. I love that he's basically just like taking some shots at anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right? Like basically... <laughs> He's like, he's just had to have been deconstructing a the guy. So, I mean, I just think it's really funny. He's her very favorite slacker multimillionaire. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like super rich guy that basically is like, I'm anti, you know, I'm anti-establishment, but my, I I love, know, kind of funny. But my girl can't get enough of his sullen demeanor. Like he's some big tortured genius and I'm some kind of wiener. So fucking good. That's perfect. So good. I have another story about my little brother. Uh, my One of my best friends growing up was obsessed with Eddie Vedder. So when my brother first started talking, we taught him how to say Eddie Vedder. So it was uh, one of the first words he ever said was Eddie Vedder. <laughs> I also do love 
yeah, well, let's just see how jealous she'll get when I start stalking Alanis yeah, Morissette. I thought that was appropriate <laughs> yeah, for us. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Uh, it's just a fun song. I I don't know. It's I don't know that it's one of my favorites, but I like all of these. I'll sing along with it. It's just fun. It's hilarious. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> it's I mean it's brilliant. It's yeah. like an one of his originals, right? You know, uh, not can't, like a parody. So mm-hmm. I can't say there are many Zydeco songs that I will <laughs> right. bop along with. Exactly. <laughs> It's, this is probably the best one I know. It's yep. so funny. And if you don't like Eddie Vedder, you probably think this is a really great song. Like, <laughs> even if you uh, do like Even Eddie if you Vedder. do, you're kind of like, yeah, he's spot on. <laughs> Not wrong. Are we ready for the next one? Let's do it. All right. Veteran Solfundira Blinsa. How you doing, Bernie? Say I'm pretty fly for a rabbi. Has this one aged well? <laughs> well, <laughs> I I don't know. Is it, it? The artist is not himself Jewish, so I feel like that's a bit of an issue with it. Yeah, but it it, it did. Uh, the internet said, and we can always trust the internet <laughs> that course. he did research. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he had consultants. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Consultant I think he's always like, been very careful about that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's some other instances on this album I think we're going to hear. That well, I, I know. I'm pretty sure I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, there's a, there's um, a couple. There's a couple. <laughs> but there was, age, so. there was no other thing at the time to say. So what do you do? Okay, but, so this one, but this one. But this one. So, I mean... First of all, I don't know how popular the original song is anymore. I don't know how... Oh, do you have it? I have it. She's pointing. Do it. (laughs) Now, has this one aged well? I don't care because I fucking love this song. (laughs) And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, like, this one, I just, first of all, I don't hear a lot of offspring anymore. What? Just in general. I mean, no. Yeah. You hear this or keep them separated. Those are the two. Keep them separated, I, I yeah. Is this the one that's hear. on um, Americana? Is it Crazy Taxi? No. That one was, uh, oh, what the, what the fuck was it? It was, um, oh, yeah, yeah, you mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. What was what was that one? Day know. after day, your home life's a wreck. Uh, what the fuck is that song? This is I, in airplane dude, mode. I'm, I can't click I'm, on it. I'm not even. I'm like. I'm not even bullshitting you right now. The the game I was working on today, I pulled it out of storage. Was Crazy Taxi. Mm. So I played through it and I heard this song today. <laughs> we played the hell. Out the one that you were talking Crazy about. Taxi. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Another so, offspring song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get a job? No. Which the heck? It wasn't. Oh, it was Walla Walla. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was Walla Walla. Do you have it on there? Did you switch out of airplane mode? I did. Just play it, just for fucks. Oh, I have to. That's an awesome song. (laughs) That that Mm -hmm. whole album was. Also, I've been to Walla Walla. No, it's not this one. It is. It's not. It is. I don't. It's not. This it isn't is. on Crazy Taxi. No, it is. It's not. <laughs> it's either this or Hydro Thunder. It's. It's not this song. I promise you, it's not this song. No. Let me see it. I Let swear it, it is. Let me see it. <laughs> okay. We're gonna get to the bottom of this, Sam. I know it's really important to you. Okay. It actually it's... might not be. <laughs> <laughs> I might the, be wrong. The kids aren't all right. No. No. Uh. Cra- this is gonna be entertaining. Come out for and our play. Listeners. Okay. Uh. Original prankster? <laughs> Come want on, you play. bad? <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is this is all one. I want. This oh, is off okay. of uh, it's it's, on the Umbra. Yeah, this is a hit. Okay, would um, you like to uh, focus on this for a moment? Damn it! I was wrong, <laughs> and Lance was right. <laughs> Self esteem was a really big one, right? There are there are a I'm couple of all others the that were on songs. there as well. So I just was really impressed on this. How like I feel like. If the offspring was doing a concert and they came out at the beginning of the show and they're like, um, excuse me, Dexter Holland can't make it because he's Mm. sick. He's got laryngitis and weird Al was in the audience. He could be like, I can do it. (laughs) He could hop up on stage and it would sound the fucking same. Like weird Al sounds a lot like Dexter Holland. He did a great job at like at, at basically just like mimicking the voice. Yeah. And not to be too real about the whole uh, scenario that you just uh, painted in in Point, all of our pointlessly minds. Pointlessly painted in your mind. No, no, no. Yes. But I remember <sighs> being in Ames one time. I was just driving somewhere, and years ago, and I heard on I think it was like our one hundred five one or one hundred seven one, whatever it was back in the day. Yeah. And they had like this news segment or whatever, and said they're having to cancel shows because Dexter Holland has lost his voice. And I'm like, just now? Like, <laughs> how does he After not, how many years? I know. <laughs> how does he not lose his voice like yeah. all the time? Yeah. It's just, I don't know, him and like uh, fucking art from Everclear. I was oh, just, yeah. some of those guys, the way that they sang was crazy. Anyway, I don't, I don't have a problem with the song. I think it's not in, I, I don't think it was meant to be in poor taste. I think it was just no, you know, it wasn't like it, meant to be, but yeah. It just, I mean, so yeah, it, there's like so many things that 
so many things that we I, used I to that, love back yeah, in the day yeah. that you know we look at now with a different kind type yeah. of lens, D- and we're didn't like, age eh. great, right? Yeah. yeah, I have a fun fact though. Okay, um, the Mecca like a high part mm-hmm. is a Pee Wee Herman reference. Yep. Yep. Oh, like a high, yep. like a honey. Home. I was wondering because I re- I recognized it, but I couldn't mm-hmm. remember where <laughs> from. Yeah, and the Varen Sulfa Darren Blitza, the the uh, the original song from The Offspring. That intro was from what band? Def Leppard. Deflap. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, from Rock of Ages. Yeah, on Pyromania. Mm-hmm. Your favorite Def Leppard album, right? It depends on the day, but okay. ordinarily, <laughs> okay. probably five out of seven days, Pyromania is my favorite All right. Def Leppard album. Yes. Oh, this is a story about a guy named Al, and he lived in a sewer with his hamster pal. But the sanitation workers really didn't approve, so he packed up his accordion and had to move to a city in Ohio, where he lived in a tree, and he worked in a nasal decongestant factory, and he played on the company bowling team. And every single night he had a fringe recurring dream, where he was wearing leader hosen and a bat of sour cream. But that's really not important to the story. Well, the very next year he met a dental hygienist with a special and a dude on her arm. On her arm, but he didn't keep in touch, and he lost her number. Then he got himself a job on a tater tot farm, and he. Spend his life saving on a split level game, 20 miles below the surface of the earth. And he really makes a mighty fine jelly bean and pickle sandwich for what it's worth. Then one day Al was in the forest trying to get a tan when he heard the torture screaming of a funny little man. He was caught in a bear trap and Al set him free. And the guy that he rescued was grateful as could be. And it turns out he's a big chef producer on TV. So he gives Al a contract and what do you know? Now he's got his very own weird Al show. I think it was interesting that he did put this on the album. I never knew that he had a TV show. Oh. So this was news to me. Yeah. yeah I, did, I didn't know that either. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Good, I, good to know I wasn't the only one. It was just interesting that he put it on there. So, but I mean, it's a song. It is, but it, well, Where maybe. Where else does it go? Yeah. That's fair. And now he's got a permanent record of it. But so. it's a, but it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's a fun song and you can tell it's a theme song. And that's that. I don't. I don't know what else to say about this one, unless show, you guys have anything. The show was one season long. It was a Saturday morning children's show that aired in 1997. Mm. That's all I have on this song. I, yeah, I did not know that that was a thing. But I wish before the uh, recording today that we had had jelly bean and pickle sandwiches. <laughs> mm. I should have thought of that. As opposed to from UHF. <clears throat> Yeah, right. Um, Remember what that one was? Yeah, it was uh, what with Twinkie, the uh, Twinkie Wiener sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> did you Which, watch? Uh, pretty brilliant idea there too, as well. Did hey, you watch Bob. the TV show, Lance? I saw some episodes, but you need to remember that I was also a senior at yeah. the time. So, like a lot of things that I had previously really been like way into, like including like Disney movies, I just tuned out. And I was off doing stuff with my friends. So I only got to see a few. And I can't remember if I even watched them you in real time. You were a senior in 97. In 99. 97 but is when the, the show, show came. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was no. going to say I was a senior but, in 97. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. as sophomores. But, right. But, but, but yeah, no, but I was, I was right. preoccupied with friends and all that. So I can't remember if I oh, watched friends. them at the time. Or what was that like? <laughs> or, or if I watched them later when like downloading and stuff started for me oh, not yeah. that i would do that what wait download like with air quotes yeah downloading yeah yeah, yeah. what yeah, is that a fine. euphemism it's uh it's don't worry about it that's <laughs> <laughs> fine so speaking of problematic it's been one week since we got to see 
Gene lovers and cousins that marry Five days since they had the show With the hermaphrodite, the flood and the crack hoe Three days since we heard the tale About the guy who learned his woman was a shemale Yesterday it occurred to me That I've been watching a bit too much Jerry Springer Holy cow, did you see it last week? Well, I had this one freak who sucker punched his whole family Do you recall when the brawl became a total free for all And Jerry's in the middle trying to be the referee Hey, see the stripper with the implants She likes to lap dance and date the boyfriend of her mother Now here comes Jerry's next guest And it's a slugfest Cause it's a trailer trash brother Nymphomaniac is back on crack It's like when animals attack They all exhibit reprehensible behavior Hit him in the nose or off their clothes up on their toes That's how it goes They get so violent They have to sign a waiver They're always swearing, cursing, kicking butt and pointing blame On the air they don't care They got no shame There was one guy who I'm sure felt a little strange When he found out that his wife had a sex change They have a tendency to scream and yell constantly They have a history of ripping off their shirts It's been one week since they had the fight with the Siamese twins and the transvestites Five days since that awful brawl They still haven't got the blood off the wall It's been three days since the bitter feud Between the KKK and that gay Jewish black dude Yesterday finally dawned on me I'm spending way too much time on that Jerry Springer Baby, I've been sleeping with your sister oh, which one? All of them oh, Well, I've been sleeping with your best friend, Jake Yeah, well, well me too oh. And I've been sleeping with your dog, Woofy Woofy, you bitch Well, I'm also sleeping with your pet I'm going to say that, yes, there are some problematic things in that song, but I'm going to assume that he was just watching old episodes of Jerry Springer and reading the words that were on the screen, because that's what they put on the Jerry Springer show. Some of those words have gone to the wayside. Correct. They were used more regularly back then yeah they are not used now correct and i think that in a lot of things that are considered problematic now it's it's like that with music and movies you need to remember what it was like then back then it, it wasn't was, problematic right mm-hmm. so it wasn't if, problematic. If this was, was problematic to a lot of you know it, straight white people. It was right. problematic. No, means well, right. well, but but did did the people that that was a uh, that some people would refer to them as that? Did they have something else to go by at that point? Uh, common sense. I don't know. I mean, I you know, look, we can't. It's 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 difficult to look at. I well, guess, I think from, I think from, we're from we're looking at it. Yeah, we're looking at it through like more woke yeah, eyes. Of course, because of course. we've because so much has changed since yeah. then. Uh, you know, it's not like the best song on here, and but I I think yeah, listening to it now, it's it's yeah, I'm I'm kind of wincing hearing some of these <laughs> yeah. words and some of these things he's saying, but. You know, whatever. I mean, that was the type of stuff that was featured on Jerry Springer at the time. So. Right. So what I find interesting, the one bit of trivia that I read about this song was that Weird Al had asked Jerry Springer to be in the music video. Oh. And when Jerry Springer listened to the song, like at first he was agreeable to it, but then he listened to the song and he decided not to do it because he thought that it put his show in a bad light. <laughs> Wow. Had he seen the show? Exactly. I'm like, is there anything anything in Weird Al's song that isn't true as far as the type of people that 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 were on his show back in the day? I do remember seeing interviews with Jerry Springer, and it's been a long time, so I I don't I don't want to like do a direct quote. 
of his, but it, he did try to paint his show as like, he did make it seem like he was just there kind of like as a witness to these things and that he was, he was giving these people like a stage to do things. And if for some reason a fight was to break out or whatever, you know, they had the security. Bodyguards on yeah, site, just it was, in case. It was, it was, I'm it, just. It was I'm one of those things. Here is the messenger. <laughs> I know. It and was, we <laughs> all know the name Steve because yeah, it wasn't right. that important. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I call bullshit. But Does anybody whatever. want to know what song this came from? I do. <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at me. Cock your head to the sides and I'm angry. Sam. Yeah. It's been. It's been. <laughs> it's like one of the most, you know, recognizable intros to any pop song ever, I think. Also, it's kind of really offensive that he said Leanne rhymes in that song. So Leanne rhymes is offensive. Yeah, I, I don't, mean, if you don't like country music, I don't think that is, uh, don't, they should be allowed to play yeah, that on the radio. Her name, yeah. Who should not be said? Um, what's the next one? One state I'm never in Because I know that I've got millions upon millions Of tiny one-celled organisms living on my skin I will and scrub until my flesh is raw and bleeding But they just come right back again Can't even see them How do we feel about it, Dawn? I love this song. <laughs> I do have an example of what inspired this song. Oh, do you? I, do. I would love to hear it. I mean, this is pretty harmless. Uh, right now. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> this song sparks joy. <laughs> Who's joy? I don't know, but she is sparked. <laughs> are you able to pull up a clip of one of the other songs that inspired it? Or are you on airplane I think the other one really sounds like I just uh, 
I just want to say like how great it is. Like when he's parodying these songs, what a marvelous fucking job he's doing oh, at replicating yeah. the sound. Like he's doing a really good job. He's like it's really good. It really is. And I'm I wonder I know that the band has a hand in it, but I know that he has his whole setup that he has at home. And I, I yeah. really am genuinely curious how much of it he does himself. Mm-hmm. Well, a song like this, he probably did all of it. I mean, I, I would guess, because you can probably replicate most of this. With, with it being electronic, and, yeah. yeah. But he, he did a really good job on this on this song. Can, can you pull Got up pause. Terrible Lie? Because that one, lyric-wise um, and uh, vocal... Uh, vocally, I think sounds a lot more similar to to Weird Al's song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like wait till the chorus. And he has a good number of songs that are where it's not a direct parody. He's just like inspired yeah, they, by that artist. Yeah, I've and heard. like for many albums, like if, if not every single one, he's got one on there that's that's like that. Mm-hmm. Don, I love Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> 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 I am so happy right now. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a mood. It, yeah. These albums, yeah. Well, and. Like I said earlier, I've I've not listened to enough of them really to give them a fair chance and the opinion that I spewed earlier <laughs> <laughs> was was like I like I mentioned a visceral reaction to Spew oh my into this. But <laughs> was oh my god, get the screaming out of my ears. <laughs> yeah. But, but but no, but I love Bring I, me the screaming. <laughs> I do really enjoy other songs of theirs that I have heard and, yeah. and even the the few that I heard today other than the two that I didn't care for the other <laughs> ones that I heard that I had never listened to before. I really did like, so I just need to give them more of a chance and listen but, to more of their stuff. But what you voiced is not something that's uncommon for people that do not particularly like nine inch nails, yeah. which is mm. essentially that, you know, it's not really music, right? A lot of sometimes <laughs> I, I, uh, some people do not feel that it is. You know? <laughs> Those people it's, are wrong. Well, I, I'm, I don't disagree with you because I love nine inch nails, <laughs> but like, I just think, you know, some people are like, it's not real music because it's this really processed, mm. like, you know, thing that's happening and it's not. Yeah, this there's a lot of kind synth of, and. Right. Yeah. Right. Like it's all machines and, and all this kind of stuff. But it's so fucking good. That yeah. I, I don't really care, I guess, how how it's made. I, I think, you know, he still has to orchestrate it all and put it all together well, and create an atmosphere. And I think he's amazing at doing that. Trent Reznor, of course. Um, but. You know that's not that's not something that I think is like not common well, to hear. And about I was them. I was going to point out <clears throat> earlier that um, even artists that you love still uh, uh, musical artists you don't love every song that they do. Mm. There are I gotta s- think about that. I'll bet. I'll bet. Even like Taylor mm. Swift, there's got to be s- <laughs> at least one song. You could just get the fuck out, Don. <laughs> that you don't care for. And you, that you always skip. Well, hold on. The hey, hold on. Hold on, maybe. We were talking about musical artists. Oh. So let's get back to that. Oh. And Sam's out. It's just me and Lance. <laughs> All I'm saying is that even musical artists that you love and that you just know all of their albums, all of their songs, 
do you listen to every single mm. one every single time? I see what you're saying. Yeah. There's there's songs that you skip because oh, you're kind of sure. like, eh, it's not yeah. really my, you know, it's yeah. not one of my favorites. It's not my jam. Did. So, yeah. Uh, I sent uh, everyone in here a link to the uh, 2021 uh, Halsey album, uh, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. And that's the one that Trent Reznor uh, helped produce. And that that's the main one that I was referring to when I was saying that you kind of get a feel of Nine Inch Nails in there, but it's not their stuff. It's mixed with her. And then there, there was another person that they collaborated with on that one. I can't remember who it was, but it's really good. So there's some homework for you. Okay. Yeah. On it. Looking forward to it. It's a good album. Does anybody have anything to say about the song Germs? Because oh. we went straight into Nine Inch Nails. I mean, I mean, I did say that I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's I, just it's just fun, it's, and he's he's got so many like technical terms that he works in yeah. there, and, and it like it does give it's you gross. that that like I don't know like creepy crawly totally. feeling as to a, it. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, it's really good. As a microbiology <laughs> nerd, I I love this song. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah, it great. reminds me of a movie that I watched that I cannot remember what the movie is, but in it, somebody gets all germaphobic and like pulls out their own teeth. It's really Ooh, gross. Marvelous. I, I wish I could remember what Let's movie it watch was. It. Mm. We will have to ask Lars because uh, it's a horror movie and it was gross. I believe this is the song that when he would play it live, he would be um, kind of all strobed up. Like it would, it would mm-hmm. like, like the, his, his stage was usually pretty, um, pretty clear, pretty bare bones. And he would always have like a, a, back in the day, he, he would do like costume changes and the band would change into things sometimes, but then there would be a big screen behind them, mm-hmm. which was kind of decent at the time because there wasn't a whole lot of options technology wise for things to do aside from that. And so he would have for this particular song, images of bacteria <laughs> like mm-hmm. on the screen yeah, nice. and, it, and it would and then when it would go to like the chorus it would just be like a strobe effect in it and and uh, it was just fun how we made it seem like as hard as possible on stage i mean the same thing he would do with and i know we're not talking about this album but he would dress up like kurt cobain for smells like Nirvana, and mm-hmm. he would just go all out for each individual yeah, song. I remember that in the concert really cool. that it, that I well attended of his. That's uh, and I wonder if because you just mentioned Kurt Cobain and uh, smells like Nirvana, and you also had before talked about something. Uh, I don't know something that made me think about this. I don't know why, but hmm. it was um, I found this article called. <clears throat> that I thought maybe I would, we could chat about. Uh, it's how f- 15 famous musicians responded to <laughs> Weird Al's parodies. Oh, yeah. I thought we could go through a few of these, not all 15. I bet I know I like some it. of the stories. Yeah. I, yeah. Rem- I remember, um, <laughs> this is this is a odd bit, but I remember his behind the music Yeah, and mm-hmm. him talking about some of the reactions from some of the artists. So I don't know why that, particular behind the music stuck with me all these years but that's cool that one was it was a pretty good one the first artist on this list is uh someone we're familiar with uh he's a album monitor alum if i may <laughs> prince excellent uh throughout the 80s and 90s prince always turned down yankovic's yankovic's pitches including a parody of purple snow called or purple rain called yellow snow <laughs> oh no <laughs> 
and one of Let's Go Crazy about the Beverly Hillbillies. Mm. Uh, uh, Yankovic uh, uh, said he approached, in quotes, he approached him every few years to see if he's lightened up. So that's interesting. So then he must have gone from Prince to the Dire Straits. Because he did a parody of Money for Nothing mm-hmm. that was about the Beverly Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he took the same premise. and So going back in time in this actual uh, album. album we're talking about, um, Pretty Fly for a Rabbi yeah. started out as Pretty Fly for a Jedi. Yep. But oh, then he did the cool. saga begins instead and changed it. Uh, Paul McCartney. McCartney had no problem with Yankovic parroting uh, Live and Let Die, but he's famously the most vegetarian, so he didn't want it to be called Chicken Pot Pie. Yeah. Uh, so Yankovic ended up scrapping the, <laughs> the whole thing uh, because Tofu Pot Pie just doesn't have the same ring to it. Um, uh, yes, Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits. Um, he was determined to work the Beverly Hillbillies into something, so Weird Al instead asked Dire Straits to use their song Money for Nothing, and then obviously... Uh, they got to do it, and Mark Knopfler played lead guitar on the track. Sweet, really? Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Presidents of the United States of America. Of yeah. course, we know <laughs> they did that. Um, they uh, apparently, when they play the song "Lump" live, they often sing the lyrics to "Gump." <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I I heard that <clears throat> they they now, and I'm not sure if they still perform or not, but they always end the song the way that Gump ended. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, In regards to uh, Michael Jackson, Weird Al parodies of Michael Jackson are among his most popular, uh, including um, uh, uh, Michael, who they actually became good friends. And um, he invited him to appear in the music video for it. Um, There was one song that he couldn't do, though, Black or White, which Jackson said was too important of a song. Mm -hmm. And so he wouldn't let Weird Al do it. Um, so <clears throat> if you remember, Weird Al has a cameo in one of Jackson's music videos. You remember which one? I don't. Liberian Girl. Well, I haven't seen that video, so. Oh, for real? No, I don't think so. That one's like, it's More all, homework. it's all stars. Well, it's so it's the, also one of my least favorite Michael Jackson songs. Right, so. right. <clears throat> well, but it, the, the premise is that Jackson has called all of these really popular stars yeah. to one place to film a video oh. and he's supposedly like recording them in the room wow. and, and they don't know it. And wow. yeah, so there, there's, there's a seen that. quick thing. Somebody I think thinks it's someone else and then it, he turns around and it's weird Al. It's just pretty funny. Weird Al reached out to Kurt Cobain about doing a song and uh, Kurt Cobain had one question. Is it going to be a song about food? <laughs> Weird Al assured him, no, it's going to be a song about how nobody can understand your lyrics. And Kurt Cobain said, oh, sure, of course. That's funny. Um, I think that was right before their SNL gig okay. is when they were asked about that. Okay. Let's see. Ah, uh, yes. Lady Gaga uh, apparently denied Weird Al uh, permission to release his parody of Born This Way. Um, but Lady Gaga's managers demanded a finished demo for her to hear before delivering a resounding no anyway. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. he'd already recorded it and he released it for free instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, fans were mad that it wouldn't be on his next album, that Lady ha- Gaga had to go on record that her managers never even told her about it. And wow. if they had, that she would have said yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Flea insisted that he didn't mind being made fun of by Weird Al. He was just unimpressed with the final product. 
I didn't think it was very good. I enjoy weird Al's things, but I found it unimaginative. That's the bit it that was, I remember from, the set, the from end, behind the music. And then at the end of this, it says, said the man who has recorded 127 songs about California. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whoever wrote this article, I love you. Man, man of my own heart. Um, yeah, he, I remember him in the, in the behind the music saying, yabba dabba do, yabba do now. I mean, come on, Weird Al. That's not very, that's not very clever. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, does it does does this list have Devo in it? It doesn't. Okay, I'll wrap this up with Eminem. Um, Eminem allowed Yankovic to you to record a parody of "Lose Yourself," but asked him not to make a music video, fearing oh, okay. it would change kids' visual perception of what that image was. Uh, and then this person said, "Yes, the image of Eminem vomiting in a filthy public restroom." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're obviously having a little fun on that, but um, that's just some of the interactions he had with some famous musicians. So I I just want to play this real quick. I thought maybe it would be in there, but uh, Mark from uh, Devo, uh, Mother's Mother's Ball, Mother's Ball, yeah, is that is okay. Um, did I send this to you at some point? I you thought may maybe have. I did. Uh, so anyway, this is him on Behind the Music, I believe. Yep. In June of 1985, Weird Al Yankovic's third album, Dare to be Stupid, promptly struck gold, just like its Grammy Award-winning predecessor, Eat It. I've always been a huge Devo fan. They've always been one of my very favorite groups. Uh, and every once in a while I do what I call style parodies. I will do a song which is not a parody of a particular song, but it's, it's an original that's very much in the style of a particular artist or group. And I, I played the tape for Mark Mothersbaugh back when it came out, and uh, he seemed to enjoy it. He was like, wow, that's a really cool synth sound. I wish we could get that. I was in shock. Uh, it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. And he, was, <laughs> he seemed to enjoy it. He could have been lying, but I don't know. He sort of re-sculpted that song into something else, and um, I hate him for it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Al knew the album. That's hilarious. <laughs> I kind of hate him for it. <laughs> it's the most beautiful song I'd ever heard. <laughs> so to your point about him doing such a, such a good job with coming up with these Sounds sounds mm-hmm. so similar to what the original was. There, I remember yeah. listening back in the day, and we can keep moving with the album, but very quickly, I remember finding some subtle differences here and there. But there are songs where you almost can't discern between the two. Yeah, it's crazy. Like if you hear an intro, you're like, "Oh, this is the song." Yes, this mm-hmm. is the actual song. Exactly. But, yeah. Speaking of his ability to perfectly mimic the songs. Friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover, 
I mean, if we were looking at a list of 1999 <laughs> songs. Or just 90s songs in general, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but I do have to give, like, huge props to Al. The fact that he started doing these polkas, like, at the beginning, and mm-hmm. he just... Every album yeah. would do another one. Even on even on the UHF soundtrack, yeah. he had another polka. Yep. So great. good. Like just one of those great like things that he carried throughout his career. So so fantastic. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so you saw him live. Yes. When was this? Uh oh gosh. I can't remember the year. I remember it was at Hoyt Sherman Place oh, in Des Moines. Nice. After two uh, thousand? Yes. So do you remember what he did for the polka songs? No. So he, they would have it timed perfectly to them playing, and it would be all of the music videos behind him oh. in like a fast motion. Yeah, so I, the words would line up with what he was oh, singing. Yep, I it think I do great. remember that wow. now that you mention it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was just so much fun <laughs> to watch. No, for whatever reason, I just remember. Um, he sang the saga begins and that's that yeah. that moment or that song just is what sticks out in he my pro- mind that was probably mm-hmm. towards the end because he would do that and then he would do yoda mm-hmm. oh and maybe that was he it. would close out the oh, show yeah those. maybe he did both yeah yep and he dressed up in the costume and everything sweet yep do you remember what year we went uh where do we see him i've seen him like 14 times Can't was it des moines no have you seen him that many times I have. Yep. Yeah. And that was actually one of the first uh, things that I did post. I saw him once in high school, and that was my first time seeing him. And then I got hired on the radio station out in Omaha, and there was a meeting for the d- promotions department that I was working in. They said, anybody want to work this Weird Al concert? <laughs> and my, I was like my second week there. And I was like, me? I want to do it. And it was this Boy Scout jamboree thing that they had, like out on the outskirts of Council Bluffs, I think. And so I remember being like backstage and it was like, you know, it was outdoors. So it was this open area and there was a tent that he was in and that he was signing stuff for some of the other people that, that were there, maybe the, the Boy Scouts or something. And I was able to get in there and I took his live DVD plus um, the uh, uh, the Running With Scissors uh, album cover for the CD, and I got in and I got a uh, got a picture with him, and he signed it. And I I only asked him to sign one thing, even though I really wanted both things signed. But I was it was like the most nervous I have ever been in my entire life, and I had a uh, disposable camera because you know it was just like 2000. Yeah, and uh. And the very next day I went at like, as soon as this photo place opened, went and got the, the thing developed. There was like maybe five pictures of the show plus that one. And I just wanted it as soon as possible. And I got the picture and I had no idea that he did this, but in the picture, he's looking over at me like with just a funny face. (laughs) And I had no idea that he had done it. I was just so nervous. And it was like one of the greatest things ever. So then um, a couple years ago when um, I saw him with uh, Becky was there with me and then Joe and his brother Alex went as well. And I took the picture and I said, this was at a thing at at this place. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. The Boy Scout Jamboree thing. And um, it was crazy. And, And I said, I was just wondering, silly, but can we just do the same thing? 
you know, so many years later and he was totally game and we, we got the same picture. So on my old Facebook account, which I no longer have, I put this photo that was the, the one from 2000 and then the bald version of myself (laughs) (laughs) and he's mostly the same. It was, uh, it was great, but yeah, it's probably been, um, I would guess 12 to 14 times that I've seen him now. It's crazy. We we went in Kansas city in 2015. Yes. That Joe was with us. Uh, Joe Heinz. Yeah. 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 That's great. And we were all wearing flannel. (laughs) Yes. Because at that show, Joe was outside for something. And that was the mandatory fun Mm -hmm. tour. And we, we didn't know at the time, but had we known we could have planned accordingly, he started the show with tacky, which was, um, a parody of, um, happy, happy, uh, by Pharrell. Yeah. And he would leave his tour bus and a camera would go in front of him. Very similar to, if you watch the music video that he did Mm -hmm. with, with the stars in it. And uh, Christian Shaw and uh, I forget who else was in there. Doesn't matter. But anyway, like Joe barely missed him outside because he he was outside for something and he got in the door and then saw that Al was like walking the same path (laughs) that he had just walked. It was great. (laughs) But now he's doing these like more dialed down shows where, where he's doing like deeper cuts for fans and yeah, he's he had, just doing his original songs right yeah well no not just the originals oh. he he does do some of the he does do some of the parodies but they don't sound the same it's not the same big production oh, okay it's like kind of it, it's not always like this but it reminds me of like mtv unplugged mm-hmm. but they just kind of have fun with it mm-hmm. so but there was a kid i'm just gonna keep talking fuck it there was a kid on the plane um to uh, was it to San Francisco? Nobody cares. But he was wearing a Weird Al shirt. So I was like, rad, dude. So I started talking to him and his mom. And and she was like, yeah, she he went to this concert just recently. But he was like super bummed because the kid didn't know any of the songs. <laughs> and I'm like, you maybe didn't go to the right show. I'm sorry, buddy. But then I showed him like the picture of me and Al. And sure. it was a lot of fun. That was a really cool show mm-hmm. because he uh, I think that might have been was that his? He had one album after that, Alpocalypse, or mm-hmm. was that before? I think it was after. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's that story. Now we'll move on to my favorite song. Aquarius, travel in your future when your tongue freezes to the back of a speeding bus. Pathetic life by playing whack-a-mole 17 hours a day Try to avoid any Virgos or Leos With the Ebola virus You are the true lord of the dance No matter what those idiots at work say The look on your face will be priceless When you find that 40-pound watermelon in your colon Trade toothbrushes with an albino dwarf Then give a hickey to Meryl Streep You will never find true happiness What you gonna do? I agree with you. It's one of the best songs on the album. It is. Yeah. <laughs> that's 
Wow, that's such a time period right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just hearing that song takes me right back to that time. <laughs> I think we should we should each read our horoscope from yeah. that song. <laughs> I wrote mine. Did you? <laughs> yes. Oh. What is yours? Uh, Gemini, your birthday party will be ruined once again by your explosive, explosive flatulence. <laughs> your love life will run into trouble when your fiance hurls a javelin through your chest. Mm. <laughs> Try to avoid any Virgos or Leos with the Ebola virus. <laughs> you are the true lord of the dance, no matter what those idiots at work say. Uh, I'm a Virgo. I don't have the Ebola virus, but it does say all Virgos are extremely friendly and intelligent, except for you. <laughs> 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 Expect a big surprise today when you wind up with your head impaled on, upon a stick. <laughs> okay, mine is Sagittarius. All your friends are laughing behind your back. Kill, Kill them. <laughs> Take down all those naked pictures of Ernest Borgnine you've got hanging in your den. And Weird Al's is Scorpio. Get ready for an unexpected trip when you fall screaming from an open window. Work a little bit harder on improving your low self-esteem, you <laughs> stupid freak. <laughs> it's timeless. The uh, the bit in the middle where it sounds like it's one breath. Uh, oh, I love that part. Just yeah. singing along to that song is so much fun. Like. That one, and I'm not sure if you guys know the song the Hardware Store. Uh, I think that one was on Poodle Hat. It had a, a, a very similar vibe to it, and it's just so many words in one song. It's just, yeah, it's great. This song also featured members of Real Big Fish on the I brass. I didn't know oh, that. That's right. yep. Well, that makes perfect sense. That's awesome. Yeah, they played the, the trumpet and the trombone. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it sounds exactly like one of their songs. So yeah, that, that totally, totally tracks. Yeah, that middle part of the song is amazing. So I was just looking at the lyrics. <laughs> you may find it inconceivable or at the very least a bit unlikely that the relative positions of the planets and the stars could have a special deep significance or meaning that exclusively applies to only you. <laughs> but let me give you my assurance that these forecasts and predictions are all based on solid scientific documented evidence. So you would have to be some kind of moron not to realize that every, every single, single one, one of them, them is, is absolutely, absolutely true. true. Was I? <laughs> That's great. All right. Is that it? Yeah. For that song? Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. It's all about the pantyhooks, baby. Talk about songs that are dated. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and yet delightful. Your windows yes. boots up and what a day and a half. <laughs> 100 gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> this was another one. He would just like pace the stage. Mm -hmm. You probably saw this too if, if it oh, was uh, mid-2000s or whatever. 
But yeah, he would do that. And then just like whipping his hair back and forth and with the strobe lights going off on stage. Yep. So good. Yep. This is one of my all time favorites uh, by him. Yeah, just uh, lyrically. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not like this is the first song on this album we've heard where he's absolutely lyrically brilliant, but this is so fucking good. Yeah. You've uh, got white out all over your <laughs> screen. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> and I ain't afraid of Y2K. I'm down with Bill Gates. I call him money for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So good. Um, for this one, um, because of the Coolio incident, he made sure to talk to Sean P. Diddy Combs mm. directly rather than just his people. Yeah. Because well, for that one, for um, Amish Paradise, mm-hmm. he got approval from the record label, but not from Coolio. Yeah. yeah. And then Coolio was really upset. Yeah, I think there was there was some of that early on. Apparently, it's all been patched mm-hmm. now, and they're yeah. good with one another. But well, uh, I read something that said that Coolio has even said, like, I wish I had just said it was fine from yeah. the beginning because he parodied people who were a lot better than me. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it it's an honor. <laughs> yeah, uh, and. I don't know if people know this about the parodies, but he doesn't have to ask. No, like he legally, he no, doesn't have legally. to. Right. He's just a stand-up dude, right? And wants to do that. Who was the one? Was it? Um, uh, it was one of uh, a female uh, rapper. Uh, Iggy. I- oh. Iggy Azalea. Mm. Did you ever see that clip? Somehow somebody got a video of it, but he he uh, caught her at like I think either she was about to go on stage on a concert or at, right after she was done, and was like so polite and just was like, hey, "Here's this song that I wrote. I was wondering if if you would be okay if I did it." And it was um uh let's see uh what was it. It was the one about uh, the the plumbing. Um, oh, fuck! What was her big song? Uh, I G G Y. Looking at me, hey, I we're, don't we're, know. We're old, think, man. Yeah, I think Sam's looking it up. Yeah. Ask Doctor Google. Uh, I forget. <laughs> fuck. Doctor Google. Uh, but anyway, he he had these lyrics to the song we're gonna find out about uh, that he that he had parodied. Well, his his song is handy. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, fancy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so fancy. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Now. In the video, he's dressed up like that handyman from, uh, oh, you know, that. Oh, TV that's right. Show, um, We're really good at details. Tool time? Is <laughs> terrible. No. Our memories are fantastic. Bob Vila? We're no, young. He's, <laughs> he's, he's dressed up like the handyman from the, sh- uh, the show um, Home Improvement. One Day at a Time. <laughs> Oh, I don't know that show. Yeah, it had Valerie Bertinelli on it. I'm oh. sorry. This is like I watched really the old. remake of that show. It was great. But anyway, yeah. uh, it was just there's I don't know of any other time that it's somebody's actually filmed him or caught him like talking to an artist about it. And she undoubtedly like in the moment had no idea who he was. Who doesn't and know who Weird Al is? I would say Iggy, Iggy Azalea. Azalea maybe. <laughs> wow. And especially like right before or right after a show. Oh, but but it, but and he just I think handed her the lyric sheet and then she must have gotten back and said, "Yeah, it's cool." Mm. Probably because she had 
managers or somebody that are like, like no, you, you should you should, you do, should this. do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you want this to happen. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, we kind of touched upon it, but I think at this point, if he parodies you, obviously he probably likes what you did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like a badge of honor. Right? It is. Like right. at this point, it kind of means like mm-hmm. it means that you've made it. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. yeah. And I think the people that get it, you know, get it. And I guess the people that have issues with it, you know, like that dipshit flea, I guess just, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. And, uh, flea? And, I don't know. So I'm this just, is I'm the just... song that that one is based on. Oh, Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Now, what y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers? Who be dipping in the bins with the spoilers? Okay. Once again, I understand that one wouldn't exist without the other. But I so enjoy the other one more than this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This That's one just I me. can't get on board with you. I do like. You really the love original. this one? Yeah. I think I probably like the Weird Al version only because I never really. Like I said, I think I said earlier, I didn't really get into hip hop and, and all of that. I mean, I, I remember this album. I remember listening to it. I just. I don't know. I enjoyed some of Puff Daddy at the time, but I I didn't really get into him that much. So. (laughs) So, what's the next song? Oh, do you want to hear another song? (laughs) Yeah. I'm driving a truck, driving a big old truck, pedal to the metal, hope I don't run. On truck driving song. Well, <laughs> this is this is one that I skip. Yeah, uh, you know, like I just don't. I mean, you know, I've listened to it well, a few times, it's, obviously, but it's eh. nothing like anything else on the album. Yeah. So, and it's also a genre of music, I suppose, or parodying mm, a genre yeah. of music. Right. That I don't really care for. So, I don't know. He's not directly making fun of it, but right. if you look at it in the right light. It's representation, which is great. Right. I, I don't think yeah. that's what he's going for at the time. You right. don't know that. But let me call him. It's a great character, and I would really like to meet this truck driver. Right. <laughs> no, I agree, and I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's not what he was going for at the time. <laughs> Should we move on? <laughs> Down the street, 
just me cause I love to eat Fudge and Twinkies and deviled ham Who's real flabby? Yes I am Every picture of me's gotta be an aerial view Now my doctor tells me there's just one thing left to do Grapefruit diet Throw out the pizza and beer Grapefruit diet I get the jelly donuts out of here Grapefruit diet Might seem a little severe Grapefruit diet I'm getting tired of my big fat rear Go fatty! That was one of those songs that if you hadn't told me whose it was mm-hmm. and you played the intro I would not have been able to guess you'd be like yeah. Jerry Pop and Daddy exactly it's another one of those songs yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the time yeah like this music was hot at the time so it yeah. just sounds yeah. exactly like the intro totally. to Zoot Suit Riot you it's mean like- this it's <laughs> 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 ridiculous <laughs> yeah like identical. I love this song. Yeah, it's great. The original, oh, not the parody. Wow. <laughs> yes, uh, they're both good. Mm-hmm. I've got some issues with the parody. Well, we're yeah. gonna we'll get well. We will we'll, 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 now. Who's that whispering in the trees? It's two sinners and they're only hats and chains and swinging hands. Who's your daddy? Yes, I am. Bad cat came to play. Wait. <laughs> Why are two sailors whispering in the trees? Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. I feel like I don't want to listen to the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Take off the headphones. No! <laughs> All right. So, grapefruit diet. Veronica, what are your grievances? I feel it's a tad fat phobic. Yeah, Just totally. a, extremely. <laughs> yeah. I really want to like it. Yeah, <laughs> because it's so snappy and, and it's fun. And as we were just talking about, I really like the original song, but the lyrics yeah. are clever yes. and rude. Is it fat phobic? Yeah. It, to- yes. it totally is. How exactly? It. Uh, just the premise of the song is that he's got to like, it's weird that I have to deconstruct I, I, I can this. Only, I can only be taken. Uh, you can only take a picture of me in an aerial view. Uh, they use the word. It's flabby. putting his weight in a negative yeah. light. Okay. The, the just negative because he has to lose the weight in this yes. premise. I see. Okay. I don't know. I I I feel like there's got to be some line like there to, is because there, we're also in a world where we're supposed to like be. I don't know. Are you are you supposed so to be healthy not, or are you supposed to be happy health, with your body? He's yeah. focusing on body image. You I think can okay. be. What I want to be? <laughs> you can be Whoa. considered overweight, but still be healthy. So yeah. right, right, that. right. So health has nothing to do with it. Right, but mm-hmm. this isn't yeah. the first time he's picked on uh, overweight people either. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so. I don't know that he's picking on anybody. Is he? I don't know. I mean, he has a lot of songs about food, which is funny, I guess. But if you're starting to talk about you know people well, don't, being <laughs> overweight, well, here, here's going here's what I say. Here's what I'll say. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong that we are in a different... Oh, there's a cat in here. I guess I didn't close the door. I figure out. <laughs> Don't get me wrong that we are in a different time and this shouldn't be done 
now. That's so I'll I'll say that no nobody would do this now. He wouldn't do this now. And this is not a this is not a song that I think he would even play live because of where we're at in the world and people being more woke to these things and being sensitive to uh, people's bodies and the way that they view themselves. What I'm saying is that this thing that was written or performed originally in 1999, that it's, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I understand that we're listening to it now. So we see it through those eyes. And so we're almost like obligated to just say, well, this is wrong, but I, I, I don't know when I listen to it, I listen to it like me back then because I, I listened to it so much. back. I don't then. think we're obligated. I think we just are like, you know, it's wrong. <laughs> I mean, I don't well, think we're obligated to do well, anything. Think about 1999. Well, okay, so maybe I, so maybe I use on weight. So maybe I use the wrong word there. Maybe not obligated. Yeah. Maybe you know, it's our it's our duty where we should be more sensitive to these things and I there think you Veronica go. has a point that uh, that there were a lot of back in 99 there were a lot of um different types of diets out there, Atkins mm-hmm. diet, Mediterranean diet. Right. Um, so yeah. Plus the ideal body image was a stick. Yeah. I mean, you it's know. still, it is, but we're, we're, they're we're trying to get, they're coming <laughs> around to, to having better representation of average bodies mm-hmm. in, in media, which is good. But yeah, back in 99, it was kind of a different story. So yeah. I can see your point, Lance. It's, but it's hard because I had only listened to this album today. Mm. I, this is the first time I've listened to the album. Right. Yeah. I don't have a um, a vision in my mind or a recollection in my mind of listening to this album back in '99. So I can't. Yeah. I can't remember what how I would have reacted to this album back in '99. Oh yeah, for I, sure. I'm sure I would have reacted to it differently because I didn't. Yeah. Back when I was, I would have been 19. I didn't have the same mindset back then that I do now. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've once listened to the uh, the even worse album that has fat on it. And I don't think I've once, you, you know, because I haven't been in the scenario where we've actually deconstructed or, you know, dove into these songs. So I've never w- once really thought about that necessarily being insensitive because when I hear it, I'm taken back to that time. And I think about like the video and the performances, but undoubtedly, even though he was doing those well into the two thousands where he would put on, like go out and wear the fat suit that, but yeah, but certainly he wouldn't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So, so like I, I get it. I guess I just, I have trouble, uh, thinking about it in the present, uh, versus for the, back for, then. for this, for the purposes of what we're doing but that's today, interesting, yeah. yeah. For the purposes of what we're doing today, it's. I can see how you would want us to try to objectively look at the songs, yeah, vocally, lyrically, musically, with, <laughs> without. I'm, I'm, I'm all the clipped. <laughs> Lance is dying. It's fine. I totally did not swallow that. Um, right. Without that's what she said. <laughs> without, um, without looking at it with the um, the social yeah. views. Yeah. Um, I can see how you would like us to look at it that way, but it's it's difficult for us. To oh, look for at sure. It that way. If you, yeah. especially if you didn't listen to it back then, right? I totally get that. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, it's something we comment on. Obviously, we have uh, some, of the, some of the songs, but at the same time, it's like, Jesus you know, are you going to die? We all uh, it's the carbonation that <laughs> we've all we've all done things and made mistakes in the past. Right. And, oh, for uh, sure. I'm sure yeah. Weird Al probably looks back. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for him, but maybe he looks back and <clears> says, eh, maybe maybe I wouldn't have written it that way. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, but, I, he hey, wouldn't. He wouldn't he, now. He did then. So, yeah, you know, it's uh it is what it is. Things have evolved. Way back when I was just a little bitty boy, living in a box under the stairs in the corner of the basement of the house half a block down the street from Jerry's bait shop. You know the place. Well, anyway, back then life was going swell and everything was just peachy. Except, of course, for the undeniable fact that every single morning, my mother would make me a big old bowl of sauerkraut for breakfast. said, hey, mom, what's up with all the sauerkraut? And my dear sweet mother, she just looked at me like a cow looks at an oncoming train. And she leaned right down next to me. And she said, it's good for you! And then she tied me to the wall and stuck a funnel in my mouth and force-fed me nothing but sauerkraut until I was 26 and a half years old. That's when I swore that someday, someday I would get out of that basement and travel to a magical faraway place where the sun is always shining and the air smells like warm root beer and the towels are oh so fluffy. Where the shriners and the lepers play their ukuleles all day long and anyone on the street will gladly shave your back for a nickel. Waka waka doo doo, yeah. Well, let me tell you people, it wasn't long at all before my... We'll, uh, we'll fade out. There's not a chorus <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I just wrote some lines that I love, so discuss and I'll throw them in. <laughs> wait, 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 one second. What? Oh, yeah. All right, there we go. Sorry, I may have started singing along with that one. It's, it's <laughs> Never only to be expected. Totally fine. Yeah, this is my favorite. Yes. For As sure. it should be. Um, yes, definitely my favorite off the album. Lance, do you remember the first time Sam heard this song? Because I do. <laughs> I do. Was Wait, it, can I guess? Was can it, I guess? Yeah, sure. Was it when Kate did it at karaoke <laughs> yeah, and you had never was. heard her sing it before? <laughs> yeah. So Kate and Lance start singing this song and Sam turns to me and says, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, it's weird because for some reason I did not, I don't know how, but I for some reason did not even remember. I remember listening to this album. I don't remember this song. I, I know that's really odd. Yeah. But I don't remember this song. Um, and so, yeah, like 20, <laughs> 20. Veronica <laughs> just broke her class. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, fortunately. Like my favorites, too. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they're fixable. No. No, oh, sad. Snap right off. Oh, Snapped shit. off at the plastic. Oh no! Super glue won't help. We'll give it. We'll give it a shot. There you go. It's fine. Face. Perfect. <laughs> it doesn't need to be Perfect. over your left ear. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, the photos will be on Facebook. My my girlfriend Kate uh, was up on stage singing this with Lance, and I knew he was a big Weird Al fan, and mm -hmm. I knew she, you know, was aware of Weird Al, but I didn't know that she knew every word to this. And like when I hear this song, the part where he's like. 
<laughs> when he's like laughing. Uh. Kate did that part, and I was just like, "What the shit is going on?" Right now? You were like, "Who are you?" Yeah. I, I don't know this. It person. was it was fantastic. So whenever I hear that part in the song, I always think about her and some of the things that she like. She sang. Somebody recorded it. I think uh, some of it. Some of it's been recorded, but oh, um, great. it was really funny. And it's such a long song. In case you don't know, because obviously we're not going to play all of it, but it's like eleven and a half minutes. So. Um, it is yeah. 11 minutes and 22 seconds. Yep. Mm. So. Good call, Sam. You know the place. Alfred <laughs> Jerry's Bait Shop. <laughs> you know the place. <laughs> <laughs> I played this song for my kids for the first time on our trip to California. So we were in the mountains. Like just last year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I surprised mean, it took you that long. I mean, I've played it before. It's been played. Oh. But this was, we were all stuck in one place. We were in the car. I downloaded some things because I knew that we were going to be losing reception. And so I we just played some Weird Al tunes and dove in. And uh, my son Sam hasn't turned back since. So <laughs> he loves this song one of and, us. And, right one of well don't get me wrong all of the kids enjoyed it it even kara enjoyed it and she was game with, for it as well but uh but he's turned into a pretty big weird owl fan so which is why he was here earlier so there we go wacka wacka doo doo yeah <laughs> i will say wacka, that we do do yeah i will say that we've all. played uhf for our kids and they love it <laughs> what's their favorite part do you know? Um, <laughs> probably the fire hose part. <laughs> it is pretty good. The fire the hose. Fire hose. <laughs> and Twinkie Wiener sandwich. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, has anyone here been to Albuquerque? I have. I dr- drove through I it. So. I think so. I maybe either. through. Maybe. I think I went to the airport once. Yeah. I don't know if that counts. Yeah. We dro- Becky and I drove through it on the way to California in 2004. Mm. And uh, I can't. Maybe we stayed there. We stayed near there. I don't know. But I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Except for in, what, I know what's been listed in this <laughs> song. <laughs> never been the in towels America. are super fluffy. <laughs> yes. Apparently they don't snorkels have any breakfast like pastries. <laughs> which is disappointing. <laughs> All we got is this box of one dozen starving crazed weasels. <laughs> Lance, okay, I'll Lance. take that. Hey, you've got weasels on your face. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We was inseparable after that. For anyone listening who is wondering what is going on right now, listen to the song and you'll understand. They would be completely missing the irony of the situation. He he had said that he did not expect his fans to like this. Yeah. But like everyone was so on board with this song. And this was the first time that he had done like a long song like this. And then for at least two more albums after this one, he's done something similar. Mm. So he did one on Poodle Hat called Genius in France. And then he did uh, Trapped in the Drive-Thru on Straight Out of Linwood. We watched it. My husband and I watched the, I don't know if this was the video that was made to go along with Stuck okay. in the Drive Through, but yeah. it, it's kind of animated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it, was it, 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 so an outside company or people or whatever 
for that album made animated things okay. to go along yep. with it so and we, he released them okay so yeah we watched the animated video to go along with that song and we had never heard it before and first time we'd <laughs> seen the video and we were like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> Yeah. He did say that this song was originally intended to annoy people for 12 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) The opposite happened. But I'm telling you guys, if you had gone, there was not a whole lot of concerts or tours anyway that he did this song. But I think I saw two shows maybe where he did this song. And there's a bit in the middle where he where he gets real quiet and the music keeps going and he says, "I lost my train of thought." And yes. and but but for the live show, he he would like stop and like pace around and just be like, "I I just don't know." And it would it would go on for like five minutes <laughs> and the band would keep playing the music in the background. It was just so much fun. I'm sure they were just like, you mother. <laughs> it was so good. The guitarist was probably just like stuck on this way. His wrists were burning. Yeah. Oh man. It was just so much fun. And then on this, uh, like on the screen or in, you know, letters that would light up, it would just say Albuquerque really big. <laughs> It's so great. Oh, the concert man. that you went to in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. I was originally supposed to go to it, but I had something else going on. I couldn't go. Oh, man. And I said, you know, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to cancel because he's not going to do Albuquerque. And that's my favorite <laughs> song. And then I get a text from Joe after the opening number that says... <laughs> He opened with Albuquerque. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that was so. That, yeah, that one. It, it almost felt like he was like, "We're just gonna get this out of the ra- out of the way right now." <laughs> so I was mad the rest of the night. <laughs> that was. Oh, I remember that. I forgot that he opened that one with Albuquerque. That's so cool. It's just. It's so ridiculous. And the it, the fact that I know all the words to this song, like. <laughs> to have, to, you know, it's, you can memorize lots and lots of songs, but the the fact that it's one that's like 11 minutes long, it's just, it's crazy. Give me a few days. And you'll have it? Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, I honestly, when, when we were going to do this album, I honestly thought that Kate should like come and <clears throat> actually take my place for this because she, <laughs> she likes uh, Weird Al so much, so, but we could call her, I guess. Mm, we could call her. And see if she remembers uh, singing Albuquerque with you <laughs> as much as I remember it. I the video's got to be around somewhere. Yeah, were we gonna play the the inspiration song? We should play the inspiration mm-hmm. song. One, two, one, two, three, quattro. John was living in Ocean Beach, California, with his girlfriend Julie. When he decided one day, hey Jewel, let's move up north to Northern California, where the air is clear and the skies are blue and they have more traditional family values. What do you say, Jewel? So they load up their car and they moved up north to the Santa Cruz Mountains near the Byantine Winery and to a one-bedroom trailer behind the bowling alley. Two blocks from the supermarket, one more block to the south of Dick Sodom Hill. Dick Sodom Hill. Dick Sodom Hill. Dick Sodom Hill. You want to tell us about that one, Don? Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say two things. 
One is that I grew up in the shadows of the Santa Cruz Mountains. (laughs) So I was kind of excited when I heard that lyric. Um, But no, this, so listening to this song for the first time today, I was like, oh yeah, I can see how this would be an inspiration. And Mm -hmm. I was bopping along to it. And And then? And then (laughs) it gets further along in the song and damn, it gets real dark. (laughs) Um, And I was not expecting it. Well, to be fair, he did have weasels on his face in Weird Al's version, so it's pretty dark. No, no, that's fair. And he does, like, cut the arms and legs off a guy, and, um, yeah. Now he's got a really cute nickname. There's there's Torso Boy. (laughs) There's a plane crash. (laughs) And then he bites the jugular out of some guy's neck. Hey, don't you get it? Yeah. <laughs> what uh, what is the name of the song and the artist that did the uh, inspiration? This is Dick's Automotive and it's by the Rugburns. Oh, okay. mm. yeah. Um, not a group I've ever heard of before. Yeah, same here. Um, I can imagine it's only going to be classy stuff coming out of the mouths of the Rugburns. The Rugburns. Uh, yes. Hey, do you guys mind if I give you some fun facts about Weird Al? Sure. I Go love fun facts. I'm going to do that right now. Weird Al's... Uh, Weird Al's parents chose the accordion for him. That is a fun fact, indeed. Some of these I will dive into a little bit more. Funner fact. Not that one. I also have an accordion. <gasps> you do. But I don't know how to play it. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't bring it. It's a disappointment. We all could have uh, tried Not to plank at my around house on yet. it. I have somewhere a Weird Al shirt from, the, uh, from this tour, from the uh, Running With Scissors tour. But... I can't find it, but it has the the Pentium's logo, uh, but it says Weird Al inside instead of Pentium inside, Mm -hmm. and it's in this house, and I tried to find it everywhere that I could think of, and then I put my wife on the case, and then she was getting frustrated (laughs) that I was asking (laughs) her to find this shirt, (laughs) and so I said, never mind, it's fine. I have a fun fact. Yes. Um, Running With Scissors was the first album where he had grown his hair out, shaved his mustache, and mm. had no glasses. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. That's true. Yeah. I didn't mm. think about that. Mm. Uh, he skipped the second grade. Did you know this? No. Al attended kindergarten one year early and skipped the second grade. His scholastic promotion was not popular with his older classmates, and he was bullied as a kid. I know what that's like. Uh, number three, Al Yankovic added the added the weird to his name in college. And Wait, so, he wasn't given the name Weird Al? I feel like he should have. Uh, unless all of this is wrong. I don't oh, know. Maybe. This could be wrong. Uh, he has a song called Everything You Know Is Wrong, just so you know. So mm. that might be me. He doesn't... Le- oh, I already said this. He doesn't legally have to seek out permission to parody an artist's song, but he asked for it anyway. Uh, another one here. That one sucks. I'm not going to say that one. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Uh, the song I Lost on Jeopardy from an older album, oh, obviously. That's a great one. It might have played a part in getting Jeopardy back on the air. 
This is the general timeline of events. Jeopardy started as a daytime game show created by Merv Griffin on NBC from 1964 to 1975, hosted by Art Fleming with Don Pardo as the announcer. On December 12th of 1983, Weird Al recorded I Lost on Jeopardy. The single, which referred to the NBC version of the show, was released on June 4th, 1984. The music video starring Fleming and Pardo had been filmed two weeks earlier, sometime in between the recording of the song and shooting of the video, Griffin was asked to pair his already popular Wheel of Fortune with another half-hour uh, long game show, and at some point he rediscovered Jeopardy. Griffin invited Yankovic to perform his song on June 29, 1984, and talked with him briefly afterwards, saying that with the great success of the single, Jeopardy was coming back on the air. Whether Griffin was being tongue-in-cheek or just exaggerating, or hedging his bets if the revival failed, Jeopardy returned on September 10th, 1984, with new host Alex Trebek. Hmm. Hmm. That's a uh, yeah, parody of uh, the Greg Kin Band song, Jeopardy. Uh, mm-hmm. And it sounds just like the original. It's, yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. So. It's a good parody. That's right. Uh, the song Like a Surgeon was actually Madonna's idea. Ooh. So we might actually see this in the biopic coming up. Oh, yeah. Because uh, isn't it uh, Olivia Wilde playing Madonna? Or who was? Or, no, no, no. That was in the, uh, that was in the fake Funny or Die one. But they they showed somebody being Madonna. In the thing. I'm not sure Evan who Rachel Wood, but I don't know if that's. Oh, right. oh I think you're right. Yes, oh, I think it is Evan Rachel Wood. That's I'm cool. trying not to like. I haven't really dug in too much besides just watching. The yeah, I just saw trailer. the trailer. Yeah, that's and I, it. I'm okay with that. I I can't. I'm looking. Yeah, for other the movie. than Daniel Radcliffe, I don't know who mm-hmm. was in the movie. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's Evan <clears throat> Rachel Wood. Cool. Nice. Uh, Michael Jackson was a fan of Weird Al's music. Weird Al didn't think that Michael Jackson would agree to a parody of Beat It, but was pleasantly surprised to hear from his representatives that Michael thought Eat It was funny. Years later, when Yankovic came up with the idea for Fat for Jackson's Bad, Jackson not only agreed to the parody, but told him he could use the set from his (laughs) Badder music video for Fat. Wow. um, Which went on to win the 1988 Grammy for Best Concept Music Video. The two met in person twice. The first time was backstage at one of Michael's shows where Weird Al presented Jackson with a gold record of the album Even Worse. The second time was after a TV show taping where Jackson said he would screen UHF to his friends at the Neverland Ranch. When the two were studio neighbors working on their respective albums, Al would occasionally receive a little note on the door reading, Hello from Next Door, signed, Love, MJ. What about that music video that he was in? Of Michael Jackson. Yeah, I didn't say that, but he's definitely in it. Okay. Liberian girl. Mm. You're going to have to check that out. I want to say yeah. We're, okay. <clears throat> like, uh, Dan Aykroyd's in it. Well, okay. It's I, crazy. I, I might be making that to us. I might I be making this up, but I have a vague recollection in my memory of hearing something about the making of that video and that, uh, oh, it might have been that Al, that Weird Al said, Oh, I think it was in the in the. Sorry, you're fine. I'm making noise. <laughs> you're good. Um, I think excited. it was in. It might have been in that behind the music documentary oh. where he said that when they made that music video, like 
all of the stars made their cameos, but Michael Jackson was never there. Like, Mm. is it, I guess I don't know the music video. Like is Michael Jackson in any of the shots with the stars? Because I think, you know, that's, that's interesting because he's up kind of on like, uh, he's up on top, like a, like a crane shot. And I do remember all of the other people looking up at him. I don't know if they show them in the I, same shot. I think it's that all of the stars filmed their own stuff and Michael Jackson wasn't even there. That's very interesting. And, I, and they I'm filmed, sorry that we can't do it now, but when we're done, sense, we'll watch yeah. we'll watch it before yeah, you think, guys leave. I think that's why Weird Al said that that he he never met him on that set or that they had only met a couple times and it wasn't in that music video because Michael wasn't even there. Like he filmed his stuff separately from everybody else who made the cameos yeah. in the video. No, that makes sense because he's only at a, in it at the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the last one I'm going to say and then we'll move on. Singer Don McLean. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Sure. Is it though? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> McLean or McLean? You're like, you're like sure. Well, <laughs> I don't know that anybody really knows. Because otherwise it's McLean. Right. And that Which is strange. Sound right. So yeah. it's McLean. Uh, has confused his own American pie <laughs> with, Yankovic's, with, with Yankovic's version in concert. The saga that. begins, finds Yankovic as Obi Wan Kenobi recounting the plot of Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, to the tune of Don McLean's American Pie. Yankovic managed to write the lyrics based on spoilers he had read. Here we go, Veronica. Mm -hmm. He had read on the internet leading up to the movie's release. He attended a $500 a ticket pre-screening for charity just to make sure his information was correct. Good job, Veronica. I mean, inflation. Veronica said it first. I thought it was $5,000. Oh, for good research. um, Well, maybe this is wrong. And claimed to only need to make a couple of minor tweaks to the song. Good job, Veronica, once again. Oh, I'm so good. George Lucas was a fan. <laughs> you hate but- it when you're right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and I'm tired of being right. <laughs> but, but Don McLean might no longer be so much of one. According to Yankovic, McLean's children started to play <laughs> The Saga Begins so much in his home that when McLean performed American Pie in concert, he would lose focus <laughs> and sing bits of The Saga That's Begins so by accident. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Now, should we just talk about the the album in general? Well, I, yeah, it's time probably time for final thoughts, right? We've yeah. gone through every track, so uh, let's go around the room. Final thoughts uh, on on Running with Scissors. Whoever picked this album is just <laughs> really great. Really <laughs> yeah. Okay. I Genius. think it was an excellent choice. Yeah. Good job, me. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very proud of you, and I'm a bit jealous that you picked Weird Al before I did. As you should be. My, if I would have done it, it would have been too obvious. So I enjoyed the surprise attack. That was <laughs> yeah. good. That was cool. So uh, we'll start with you, Lance, uh, because uh, since it's uh, Veronica's album, we'll we'll end with her. Yeah. Uh, but what, I already said everything. I was well. Gonna say. No, you there's did, more. But there's there is more. more. Uh, uh, Lance, so go ahead. Final thoughts on the album, and also, you know, we have been doing the. Uh, such and such out of five stars. Oh, and so you yeah. can give us that too, maybe at the at the climax of your uh, statement here. <laughs> yeah, climax. Um, thank you. Say it again, <laughs> one more time. Climax. I just did. Now say it lower. So <laughs> deeper. <laughs> Anybody got a subwoofer around here? I could use one. Is it getting hot? Mm, it's right. Warm. <laughs> anyway, anyway, 
Uh, I don't know. For nostalgia reasons for me and personally, you know, this one's pretty up there. I don't I don't know that this is my favorite album, but it was very By Weird Al. Right, okay. right, right, yeah. right. Yes. Um I don't know that it's my favorite one by him, but I it you know, I was seventeen 18 and it was just I just listened to this album so much and I just enjoy it so much and you know Al was one of those people that uh, being able to see this particular tour and he was one he was just kind of one of those artists that I just like connected with and um, and just loved the music so much so I'm inclined to give it if I'm going if I'm going stars you know, I'll probably go like, I don't know, 4.5 for me. It's it's pretty far up there because the singability, the sing-along ability for me is way up there. And that is in no small part due to A Saga Begins and uh, also your horoscope for today. <laughs> and I understand that in hindsight, some of the stuff is is problematic, but when I'm by myself in the car, I don't I don't think about that. And um, and now moving forward, you know, my my son is hooked on this. And then especially my kids listening to Albuquerque and that being such a such a big part of the stuff that we do together now and the fact that we can all sing along to it. I don't know. I just love this so much. And uh, thank you, Veronica, for picking it. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It's just, it's just so good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. It, I guess I've never thought about actually ranking his albums for me. I should think about that at some point. Well, but, but this one has to be up there, but I don't know that yeah. it's number one. It was one of the things that I was actually going to bring up and talk about, but uh, it, we didn't really get into it. Um, I mean, he has several really great ones, but it was one of the things that I thought about and, and didn't ultimately kind of bring to the table to mm. ask all of you to sort of think about what your favorite ones were. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, well, I, I think that's I, that's all I'll say until I decide to interrupt one of you. Great. Four, four and a half uh, from Lance. <laughs> what do you got, Dylan? <laughs> Um, well, I've always enjoyed Weird Al. Um, I can't say that I've ever um, gone and listened to one of his albums all the way through. This mm. was my first time listening to one of his albums. Let me. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because I said I'd interrupt. Mm -hmm. um, what was your, like, had you heard any of these songs? Off this album? Yeah. Um, you I, had heard Albuquerque. Well, yeah, the only time that I had ever heard it was when you and Kate sang it at karaoke. Oh, okay. That was the first time I'd ever heard the song, and I was like, I knew it was Weird Al, but like, oh my like, God. What the uh, What? <laughs> it's still going. So can I, I, And I remember hearing bits and pieces of It's All About the Pentiums, and I know, I, I'm sure I saw the music video yeah. for The Saga Begins and heard it played here and there when it came out because so, it was so popular. Aside from the the problematic parts mm -hmm. in in today's world. Right. The the other things I'm just very interested to know what you were thinking while I I can't go back and listen to this for the first time 
and to you know to, to have that kind of feeling again there so i really enjoyed it yeah um I, again i've always enjoyed weird Al stuff i've just never committed to listening to yeah. a full album before but i really did enjoy this one um i did have favorites off the album um i i enjoyed my babies in love with eddie vetter um <laughs> germs i i loved Right. Your horoscope for today is amazing. <laughs> That's because you like Nine Inch Nails so much. It, <laughs> yeah. So it was never implied. Live that comment down implied. now. Nope, <laughs> forever. Um, and Albuquerque is for sure my favorite song off the album. But yeah, all those Sweet. songs I I I thought were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that I'm so familiar with a lot of the songs that he parodied, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the Offspring song and the and the Cherry Pop and Daddy song yeah. and the Bare Naked Ladies song. Yeah. You know I. I I like even though those songs on this album are probably ones that I might skip. Right. I, I I appreciate the fact I appreciate what he did as far as the parodies and yeah. how like Sam pointed out just how spot on um he sounds musically to um to the original artists. You know, and I can appreciate that. I wish that you could experience hearing one of these parodies like Pretty Fly for a Rabbi or whatever when the other song was still on the radio. Sure. Mm -hmm. And that's like, there was just a whole different feeling to know that he tackled this so quickly. Mm -hmm. And then the fact, you know, the time that it takes to put out an album and all of that, 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 that kind of changes the way that you hear an album because obviously you're listening to it so many years removed from that song even being popular. Right. So, does it make a difference if I'm super familiar with that song? Though? Oh, yeah. Even if for it's sh- not for playing sure. on the radio so much For anymore? sure. It was almost kind of like because he wasn't super, I don't know the word, super popular with like not everybody. He became more of a household name after Bad Hair Day mm-hmm. and more people were listening. But there was still a lot of people that even if they were listening, they wouldn't admit it. Yeah. But, you know, I was one of those nerds in school that everybody knew that I listened to this stuff. But I could I could maybe list out of my class of 120 people in middle school when Bad Hair Day came out or junior high that I could maybe list three people that I knew that listened to Weird Al. Yeah, it was. But statistically, more people had to be listening to it, I'm sure. Yeah, that was back before being a nerd was cool. Right. And now it's okay right. to admit that you listen so, to weird. So it was almost like it was almost like you were in on this thing. Yeah. Because you knew that this song was super popular on the radio, but here's this other version that's just crazy. Yep. You know. So anyway. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, I really enjoyed this album. Cool. Um and I I thank you Veronica for choosing it. I think it was you a good choice. You are also welcome. Um <laughs> I would probably give this I'd say probably a four out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one, because there are uh, just a number of songs off it that I really enjoy. And for what I said before, that just even if through today's lens, some of the lyrics are problematic, uh, uh, just having an appreciation for his ability to to mimic original artists, mm-hmm. musically, vocally, yeah. you know, all that. Totally. Just so spot on and just just perfection. So. Totally. Yep. Uh, my experience, I think, with 
like Weird Al was pretty similar to yours in that I really don't remember hearing a lot of the albums all the way through. Off the Deep End was the first one that I really Ooh, remember listening yeah. to from front to back. And it was just like being in junior high and my friends and I would listen to it. Uh, and then Running With Scissors was the next one. Uh, full album wise. I mean, I remembered songs in between, you know, Eat It obviously was the first thing I think that was my exposure to him. And then, you know, later on Amish Paradise, obviously. But it was always just like, you know, the songs that he would come out with uh, that that gained a lot of traction or a video that he would make, you know. Uh, but it was more like singles and just songs, not albums so much, except for a couple along the way. So, hmm. But Running With Scissors was one that I do remember hearing um, uh, a fair amount. Um but uh, yeah, I this is a great album. I think uh, a great choice. We're all like congratulating you and telling you you're doing a great job. This was a good I'm choice. It really was because no, because it's a fun album. And like, where can you go wrong with a Weird Al album? Like, yeah. he's so creative and and such a great like lyricist and just what a great mind. Like, he really yeah. is kind of a genius uh, at what he does. So it's a, like so much fun to listen to like his stuff. And so. This was a really fun choice. Uh, I loved it. I give it four out of five. Aww. This was my favorite Weird Al album, so yeah. that's why I chose it. Um, plus all of the um, bonding with my little brother um, was fun. And my dad was really into it as well. Um, my dad and my brother actually went to a Weird Al concert before I got to go, so I was very jealous. Bastards. Um... <laughs> But yeah, this is a fun one. I am glad you all enjoyed it. Mm. And I give it four and a half because got to take points off for our current day and a little bit of problematic issues. I think, and we, we don't have to dive into it too much, but I think a lot of people have gone back to demand apologies for things that people have said or sang or done in the past. And I'm not saying that it couldn't ever happen with his stuff, but I think that the biggest difference is that I don't think that anybody ever would accuse him of being mean-spirited no. about things. And you're right. Yeah. I, what you said before, I don't think he would would write stuff like this right. anymore. Right, yeah. I, I, he's, he, like you, he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. He's aware. He, and you he's, know. Grown, he's grown like everyone else. Right. And yeah. Yeah, so. he was, so yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't put blame on him or anything right. like that. It's, it's, he wrote it for the time that he wrote it. Yeah, you know? for it, sure. It was a different, <laughs> it's cliche, but everyone says it's a different, it was a different time back then. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sam? Yep, yep. Different time. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just went and saw Mark Marin live and he had a whole bit about this guy that his mom's dating and how he can't tell stories like it's just terrible. And he just says these different things like New York rained a lot. Different times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was. And it's kind of amazing to see because I think about how he he did, you know, the tours and whatever. And like even up until like 2010 and just how much has changed in the last, you know, decade. It's, it's kind of crazy, and it's gone relatively quickly, you know, when you look back at, at it at a glance and uh, how much progress has been made. So, but yeah, uh, you know, if you look at these things, you know, through that through that lens or, you know, that's, I, I totally get that. But 
This, uh, I, I couldn't have, uh, I didn't expect this one to come up and yet I'm so very pleased. Yeah. It was great. I wonder, um, is there anything else that we need to tackle well, this week, I feel I, like there's something else. I I do think there's something. I do think that you are both right. There uh-huh. is something else, and uh, hmm. although uh, our friend Don is trying to sneak out of the room right now, <laughs> <laughs> I will grab uh, one leg. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone else I the uh, other. grab the other. Yeah. Yes, and we will uh, sit her back down in her chair and tell her <laughs> she needs to tell us what album we are going to talk about next time. I'm only trying to sneak out of the room because I'm hoping that I don't get kicked off oh, the no. podcast. Oh, come on. When I tell you what my choice is. Oh. Well, we did make a full round, so if you're getting kicked off, it would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I only say that because I feel like maybe Lance will have oh, some no. thoughts about my choice oh. of album. Oh, man. Um, so we are going to jump ahead a few years. Oh. To 2006. Six. Did Nickelback have an album out that oh, year? Oh, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Look it's at this crazy. photograph. <laughs> um, this. So we're gonna do a bit of a 180 mm. from this um, happy-go-lucky, <laughs> uplifting oh. album. Okay. That we just finished with. Oh. I think Lance might have I, I an idea I, I of what I it is. I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a band that I love and a favorite album of theirs um, that I love. And the lead singer is known for having gone through some stuff um, dealing with anxiety, depression. Nirvana. No. (laughs) No, he's super dead by 2006. Whoa. Um, uh, Suicidal uh, ideologies and drug addiction. And he lays it all out in the band's music. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of it can be um, pretty, I don't know. Heavy? Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, my choice for the next album is Blue October. (laughs) Guessed it. Um, and the album is called Foiled. Blue October Foiled Mm -hmm. from 2006. I don't even, I've heard of this band. I don't even think I've heard of this album though. You've heard of the band? Yeah. Okay. Was this the one with Into the Ocean? Yes. Okay. So um, I apologize in advance It's because I know you have. I just, it's possible that I just had a thing against them for no reason. It's it's very possible. Okay. So, and I, I beg of you to try to approach it with an open mind. Oh, I will. Okay. I will. Um, Absolutely. And I think, I want to say that they, like they do that thing where like they double record his voice. Mm. I don't know what it's mm-hmm. called. Oh, um, like multi-track it? S- Doubling? Like, is it called, is that what it is? I think it is. Okay. <laughs> where y- you kind of, you hear him, but then you also hear like Shaka him Khan. harmonizing oh. with himself oh, kind yeah. of. In, okay. On certain called tracks. <laughs> sure. It's called doubling. Okay. Yeah. So. It, it, all the 
creativity went into the name. Yes, um, it's true. So, yeah. Anyway, well, we call right. this. All right. <laughs> but I think um, some people may argue, oh, well, he's just like patting the album or whatever. He can't really sing. Or, but I think it adds a real cool vocal quality to a lot of mm. their songs. And oh, really? what I also love about their songs is that they're kind of all over the place. Yes, they're a rock band, but there's a lot of different styles in their music. Um, and it's, it's just, it's kind of cool to, to have them jump around and to have one song be really, really hard. And then another song be like pretty poppy and, mm. Mm. and then another one be like really flowy and almost spiritual in a way. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. You, you had likened them to somebody else that we had listened to recently. <laughs> Who was I, that? It was, you had, I'm somebody, glad you remember because I, yeah, somebody had asked me, if I liked or was familiar with Mumford and Sons. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it was one of you two, okay. uh, Sam or Lance. And okay. I, I, and I mentioned that it's funny you say that because there were times when a Mumford and Sons song would come on the radio. And mm. I, if I wasn't familiar with it, I would be like, is this a blue October song? Hmm. Cause I felt like the lead singer sounded a lot like uh, Justin Furstenfeld, who was the lead singer from blue October. Okay. So, well, that uh, I can say for sure that that is an album I have not heard. Yeah, same. So I am uh, looking forward to digging into that. And yes, you heard it here, folks. October is coming early for album <laughs> I see. I what mean, you're doing. Yeah. considering how often the episodes come out, it might be right oh, on hey, time. Hey, okay, hey. Never mind. hey, I got shit to do. <laughs> uh, so Stevie's almost done. I so uh, that's right. So next episode. Uh, we will be listening to Blue October's Foiled. Okay. Yes. Uh, their 2006 offering. And uh, that is the next album that we will be talking about. Excellent. So, from all of us to all of you. Merry Christmas. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> happy Christmas. Happy, happy British Christmas. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) We had a great time, and we hope you did today. And we will all say bye-bye. I started saying goodbye and then I fucked it up. Goodbye. I said goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. That was fun. Yeah. It was. Yeah.